It's so bad. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play. I, the, I, I'm gonna play I, the minute and a half music while you talk. I, I cannot. Roberts, it's unforgivable. It's unforgivable what he did. It's unforgivable. So we got head oh, of the class. So gross. We got head of the class coming back. We got CSI coming back. We got crime scene kitchen, which we'll talk about. We got the top- crime scene kitchen. Yeah. Hilarious. We got top ten ratings of the week. Oh, for TV shows. Yes. Okay, I like that. I like that. Uh, and then we got this week in TV history. I have some Grey's Anatomy moments. I have. <laughs> we have the. Uh, I'm a prime example of an information moment that I want to show you. Sure. Uh, some yeah. virtue signaling. We're gonna. <laughs> Oh, total virtue. Well, not no, it's virtue signaling. It's like uh, calling out of privilege. It's all sorts of stuff. It's yeah. it's good cheesy TV stuff. So we got yeah. that. What else? Got a, a minute left, everybody, and then yeah. we're starting. I'm okay. putting this at the beginning of the show. I like it <laughs> to give everybody us a visual of like, hey, everybody, welcome to the show. We're starting in 36 seconds. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. You know, I, I'm getting primed. <laughs> this is like is this like drunken clown is it the name of the song what's the name of the song bumbling butterfingers yeah i knew was, uh, bumbling was in there stumbling bumbling i knew that it had to be <laughs> do i'm just goofy and i really can't move i'm moving goofy and Ten i am seconds. on stage i'm muting in four i like three it. two one welcome to the show everybody We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December seventh, night. Gonna question a psychopath. I love you so badly. I got me. everybody yeah man. we're here we, we are as always yeah it war- it primes my brain well i realized too that the music was way lower i got the volume a little off but we'll fix that in post that's fine so no one's even gonna it's still know good. No, welcome it's, it's in everybody works. hi do you like the new one minute intro welcome to the show i'm keith pazel this is my podcast and i'm adam crocious the sidekick well, you're more than that. I, there's a, an episode of this show called Crocious is Necessary, so I think you're more than that. Crocious is Necessary. Yeah, because I used to like, I used to try and do this show alone whenever you couldn't do it, and yeah. it just, not that it was bad, but it's yeah. just not... You, you gotta have, have an interplay. Well, and you just gotta be so goddamn clever to do it by yourself. Yeah. I'm not Bill Burr. Yeah. <laughs> you have to make the silence count. You have to be Absolutely. so good that the moments where you're not talking, they're like, okay, it doesn't matter, because... Exactly. 
Because you've made a point that's resonated with an audience, and you can let it breathe. You let it breathe. I like to at least try smoke to. that resonate too. You know that's what I'm right, saying? man. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. So Keith, this yes. week, this week, last week's show was a little bit rushed. I had uh, close family friends in. You know that they, yeah. they, they were in visiting their in laws. So I, I spent Easter with them. Had a very good. E- and a, actually, really good Easter dinner. Excellent Easter dinner. Would you get a little uh, ham in lamb, you? No, I had some lamb chops that were very good. And this really good, like, a uh, fish, kind of this white fish that was completely well. Oh, it was so good. Is it just white melted fish in your mouth. Jewish? Isn't that a Jewish Maybe, delight? Maybe, yeah, but, but, but they're, you know, they're, they're really not Got a little white fish. You know? <laughs> and then, so, yeah, uh, I guess my point in saying that was. It was uh, a shorter episode. Yeah, so I, we had to rush an episode a little bit. Or not rush. It was still decent. It was a good episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we really didn't talk about anything I wanted to talk exactly. about. I got a we, whole list of topics here. People were trying to have an agenda to have a structure, which is a smart yeah. move to be professional. And we're so. hammering the structure out a little bit. It took 180 yeah. some episodes, which they actually <laughs> say I've heard that it takes 100 episodes to figure out what your podcast is. I, so we're a little late, but I'm a late bloomer in general. I didn't no. fuck till I was 26 years old. Wow. Even I, I was a late bloomer too. I lost it. You know, I told you I lost. I lost it. New Year's Eve, 1989. I brought the 90s in with a bang. I got Hell laid yeah. when I was 20, man. But I felt, I felt ancient at 20. And, and in retrospect, it was perfectly fine. It was that's, perfectly fine. I lost that's actually I lost good, it. too, because I'm sure by the time the countdown was over, you were pumped out. <laughs> oh, yeah. The ball it was, dropped yeah. and the nut fell. Yeah, it was it was quick. You know, yeah. I think I might have been so uptight, though, when I was doing it. I, to be honest, I, I don't know if I really remember much about it, you know, because it's just like fortunate I've had a lot more sex since then. But because the first time you build it up into something, it's it's this huge. At least I did. It's this huge experience. And it ends up being, you know, OK, it's fun. I'm, I'm glad I did it. You know, I'm, you know, you know, you gotta check that box off. You know what I mean? Eventually, you know. So, uh, <laughs> Crow likes checking box, ladies. You well, know what I'm saying? Know, hey, hey, there we go. Hey. But you know, I, I think we're kind of getting a format here. I think we're, we're getting there. I, I, I can sense it. There's a strong. I just got to get better on this goddamn drop volume. <laughs> yeah. Is that, and that's uh, another thing I realized the drops have to be louder than us so we know they're there. Okay. Because okay. sometimes I hit a drop and I'm just like, oh, no one's going to hear that. <laughs> Sounds like a little <laughs> fart. Sounds like you coming on New Year's. Yeah, just that rips was, out. <laughs> That's what it is now. Jesus, yeah. man. I used to believe me back in the day, ladies and gentlemen. The analogy of crow fucking on New Year's would be if you went to blow the party favor you, to the whatever noise <laughs> yeah. maker and it just <laughs> and you know when you get ones and it just fucking goes down yeah, yeah. And, and it doesn't make an <laughs> and it just bends down. That's yeah, crow on New Year's. That, I, I, there's a little story. Lost in virginity with a well, a guy I didn't really like. Take us through TV this while we're couple, riffing this here. This couple that I knew uh and he was kind of a friend on a little ball let's put on a little ball while we do this god there are some people in college you meet sometimes that who think they are so fucking intelligent that's why i'm glad i didn't go you know know what i'm saying no no uh i i don't regret my education at all i met people on the streets that's true uh but i (laughs) uh but there are certain people you come across like this guy was such an asshole i remember I, i couldn't one of my first guys that i really was kind of a frenemy concept I just didn't like the guy, you know. It's your uh, Jordan. He, he was a he was he was a math 
and an English major because both hemispheres of his brain were in balance. Like that's what it's he would say shit like that, you know, as a 20 year old, as a 21 year old, you are a clown. You do not know what you're talking about at that age. Yes, you're getting some higher functioning, some higher reasoning, some experience. It's a fun time. You are still a clown at that age. Don't oh, I'm a math and an English major because the left and the right side of my brain are in perfect harmony. Yes, you're 21 years old. You you read that in some awful textbook somewhere and, and, and you know took it on appropriated it in the parlance of our times to your philosophy of life oh fuck off and that so i ended up having sex with his girlfriend there you go that's why i lost it there you go that's when you can destroy homes yeah you know you, I, you I, didn't do it you didn't yeah. give what you didn't do it you didn't give it for the gipper you gave yeah. it to the gipper yeah. <laughs> you know so yeah i, I feel like i uh yeah so there was a certain conquest element of it in that sense you know because he was a true asshole i remember he was a guy i was just like you ever have someone you it was in in your life you think they're a friend of yours and then you just and you aaron Rodgers them you have to just like cut it off you know, yeah, like Olivia Munn More dumped him because he's gay. <laughs> I heard <laughs> some Chicago, <laughs> those Chicago <laughs> jokes. You know, when I sold T-shirts outside of Wrigley Field in 06, 15 years ago, uh, I, <laughs> some of the T-shirts they had, it was just like they were trying to sell. And White Sox games were unbelievable. Let's get something. The White Sox T-shirts they had were just like, oh, hey, here we go. Let's catch the end of back to school. You know, Wrigley. <laughs> Wrigley Field, largest gay bar in Chicago. Or no, largest gay bar on the north side. That was always a t-shirt sold at White Sox games, which is so bad. It's so bad. You know, like a total homophobic t-shirt, you know. Largest gay bar. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's those jokes in this movie. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, this this was filmed in Madison. Well, this part was in California, but the movie was uh, filmed in Madison. This this whole movie was filmed in Madison. Not the whole not the whole movie. These parts were in California. If you would have listened, no, no, I um, knew. I, well, the, I didn't these know parts you were talking in California. I, it, I heard you say it was half and half, but 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 then yeah, uh, other parts, they don't have pools. They don't it. have high dive pools in Madison. There's not a. It's not a. Do they uh, have a swim team? They, they don't do even have, have a swim it. team. They do. You know, that's, are they good? <laughs> that's chat. No, they're not really known. They're not known for swimming. They're they're known for cross country. There's no. They run. always have national championships with their cross country men's and women's. Like those, they they run across the land. There's no Ron Dane of the pool somewhere you know, out there. Uh, this woman uh, married married a comic I knew in Chicago when I very first started doing stand up, Brian Baker, who was the uh, spokesperson for. Um, uh, Sprint. He was a Sprint spokesperson. There you go. He looked like the Agent Scully. Was from he before? X-Files. Was he before they got the gay? Or can you hear me now, guy? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was from, it was from uh ninety five, I think, to oh two for seven years. He made several million dollars doing That's those. What ads. I'm talking about, dude. and then and, and then he is he, he, he met her. He married her. Married her. They had a kid together. Just to give you guys a context in show business terms, today that is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. No, 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 but, but no, no, no. It would be the other way around. It would actually be like I know. I'm put, kidding. Yeah, I because now fucking famous people are all about billion. Billion is the new target. Jesus, because people are getting close, dude. Logan Paul made fucking two hundred million dollars last year. Or some <laughs> shit like that. Let's find out. Well, yeah. Well, what did I'm sorry. What did Logan Paul do again? I don't even know. He's got a YouTube channel. He bought. Boxes professionally. He cons people into donate into buying NFTs of him fucking opening Pokemon cards on the internet. Jesus, Christ. Uh, he's got all kinds of grifts going on. They got this thing wow. called BitClout. Because crow, just to give, I recently yeah. got sold on the concept of Bitcoin. Like yeah. it's truly 
a year ago i would still say it's foolish but it's opened up like you're not stopping bitcoin there's like major stores take it now people buy cars with it people buy houses with it they're making a new currency absolutely and it's more secure than because the it's finite the the block the shit that does it the blockchain and my initial critique was the blockchain's bad for the environment because it takes an enormous amount of energy to do these mathematical equations that mines these this internet currency god so but what i didn't realize is a lot of these big giant fucking mines that are doing the big bitcoin shit they're all solar powered oh so like okay that's kicking off solar and then the, there's little shitheads in their basement that are trying to do it. And that's a problem because they're sucking their entire neighborhood's fucking electricity. God. But they get caught almost immediately. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. Like they're not a problem. Yeah. So realistically, like you're just not stopping it. It's going to be. I'm not saying yeah. the dollar is going to go away. That's yeah. absurd to think that. Yeah. But it'll be a kind of a competing different form. Bitcoin yeah. will be you. Every store you go to will say cash. It'll be like Cro-Magnon and humanoid species. Cash you know? or Bitcoin. Cash credit or Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Wow. By the way, this is the climactic scene where Rodney Dan to me the actually this is his high watermark for movies for him, I consider this. Um <laughs> God. I saw this in op- uh, opening night. This I saw this the weekend Len Bias died. That's when I saw this movie. Did it Len har- Bi- did it harsh your mellow to well, it? Well, well, no. I mean, I right, I liked it. Uh, or did it did it harsh your melon? Uh, <laughs> I watched this on Friday night, and, and then I think uh, uh, Bias died like uh, Saturday. I watched it that weekend because I, I and this was his high because this is the triple Lindy, <laughs> the die that he learned when he lived in Atlantic City. You know. I mean, I like this. Yeah, there's a guy with yeah, the Rodney makeup there. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, oh, that's totally a young man. Absolutely. Right there. Yeah. They're absolutely. even bad at the takes. <laughs> you think they had him, they probably just had him jump up in the air once. Yeah, exactly. With him. We'll take pictures of you on the way down. When I was a kid, I went to Maryland basketball camp, the summer of 1981. Rodney Dangerfield. Again, did- uh, that's another conversation dial part. We're, yeah. we're, we're turning the conversation <laughs> dial again, which isn't bad. I'm not saying, I'm not saying steer exactly. away. I'm just letting the listeners know. If you're creating a wiki for the show, Maryland basketball camp is going to be a tab on it. <laughs> because, and he came in and he filmed a commercial and he did like, it took him like 40 takes, man. I remember I was watching, I was like, this is boring. Hey, I was know, bored. I got a little syphilis on the brain. I'm and like, Al Capone it, over here. He has some line. I can't remember what his line was. And he was like, oh, and I think it was, I don't get any respect. We need to get respect. I mean, that's who they pulled. They pulled fucking Roddy Dangerfield. That, Isn't that, that the lady who played Hot Lips in the movie? No, no. Oh, in, yes, it's Sally Kellerman. It's uh, Sally Kellerman. Yes, it is. I think it is. I think it is Sally Kellerman. There you go. You know, I believe. I believe that's who it is. Yeah. I, well, you know, I, we tend to shoot up on this. <laughs> we always go higher than what it actually is. Isn't that Joe Morton? No, it's Stanley. Joe Morton. Tucci. That actually was Joe Morton. I know. I know. We actually cut. I watched a little bit of Justice League this week. So the long boy. Uh, yeah, the, the Zack Snyder one. I watched the first hour of it. How'd you like it? It's just dramatic. It's 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 dark and drama. I mean, which I you know they're trying to tap into that Batman thing. You but know, it's and poetic. This is, uh, but I, you know, I don't know. I, I just, I, don't know, I can't get down with it. So I just, sometimes I, I don't want to talk. Listen, I want to temper my opinion because I obviously just completely shit on comic book movies. I hate them for the most part. Oh, no, that's them. fine. But you know something? Some of them are okay. I have to give them a little bit of credit. Okay? I think there's a the difference. The Batman, those were great movies. Though. I think there's a difference in shitting on something and not liking it, but still understanding that why someone would like it. Yeah. And then there's also even if I have the ability to watch something that I don't like 
and even know like i don't like this but i know someone who does like it probably loves this like, yeah this is probably a classic for them yeah and then there's the opposite there's you could watch something and you're like i don't like this and i know that this is bad yeah that like people who like this probably hate this right now <laughs> what's an example of that you think what's it like some of the teen shows that like people get like some of those cw shows that people get excited about oh yeah they're all yeah, based yeah, on yeah. that melodramatic formula yeah and then even, a dawson's creek type and then thing you that, even yeah, turn it on expecting to like oh dawson's creek like that's a show that you're like it's not good but like it's cheesy good like it's yeah you can understand why someone who's 15 would love dawson's creek yeah yeah exactly but exactly. then you watch some of them and you're like this is fucking stupid and if you're and even if you're 15 you're dumb i know it's so bad hellcats uh, <laughs> uh, yeah i'm trying to think for me the best teen it wasn't beverly hills 9012 the best was my soul well that's a different town yeah, yeah. So. That, that's why it's a bad show. one six five whatever the fuck it was like i never get the zip code right so area code right whatever it is yep but again and my, we're back after that folly. My so-called life, which I watched when I was 25. And I was like, high school still had an impression on me. There's still a residue to high school still at that age. Dog, movies in the 80s just ended. Oh, I know. He I know. did that triple Lindy. <laughs> we talked for four minutes and this fucker is oh, absolutely. dust. This well, movie is gone. Well, he does the graduation. I, I guess... People I know, he, you know, when he was in, they filmed that in 85 in Madison. And I guess when they're filming it there, he was partying pretty hard. Like he was drinking a lot. Well, he was doing pills. And, and it was uh, Madison, a, a good party school. <laughs> Kindergarten so, cop. TBS and TNT just runs off of DC movies. Oh, I know. Absolutely. Wonder Woman. You know, again, I had, it's pretty, the first hour is Wonder Woman heavy. And I don't mind that because I just like watching her. <laughs> That's the reason why I like watching hey, is I just like looking at her because she's know? so gorgeous. Let's get into and that the, whole planet of Amazon uh, women we'll are get into our, they're really gorgeous. We got a reoccurring <laughs> segment right here. What episode of Band of Brothers is on this? <laughs> he was already a legend. Uh, this is uh, the second Sorry, day of the Battle of the Bulge. Anyway. Got, guy I went to uh, went to high school what? with. It was a friend of mine. His father was in the or grandfather was in the Battle of the Bulge, and he tells a story about. Uh, it was super cold, so I, I knew it was a real story. That he, he was so cold, he went into like a barn and just kind of buried himself in a big pile of hay to try to keep warm. And a bunch of Germans came into that same barn, and he fucking killed them all. He just and he burnt the barn down because he was shooting his machine gun out of the hay while he was running out of it and set the hay on fire. And he killed like three German guys. Nice. And, and, and then the the fucking, barn just went up in flames. Fucking crowds. You know? Ooh. That's, like, that's the sound the gun makes. If, See, if we could somehow change war to where the weapons make those <laughs> make like all kinds instead of, of like, drop <laughs> noises, <laughs> it would be <laughs> like instead of firing the gun goes like this. All right, fire. Oh well, woo woo woo. <laughs> and then oh, oh well, woo woo woo. <laughs> that's hilarious, dude. That's all the guns just sound like less Nessman. <laughs> Goofy, yeah, that, that'd be hilarious. But it's uh, again, I go back to this. Uh, second wave feminism. My mom riding the crest of second wave feminism. Very important thing in the in, crevice uh, in her development as a human. Lived being. in the crack. The, all of their fathers were like World War II veterans. Like they had, de had to deal with these hardened men. She was the feminine was not appreciated your mom, in this time. Your mom you know? was truly in the thick of it, and and it was thick because she refused to clean it. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was a great fucking joke right there. <laughs> but the point is, is like all the, the men of this era, there were like 16 million people in the military. Now, the country only had 130 million people. It was like 20% or 15% of the country was in the military. Where like I will everything relent. Everything took over. Where I know? will relent. These men need their dinner made for them. Oh, 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 yeah. These I mean, are our boys right yeah, yeah. here. I like that phrase. These are our guys. Well, that was We're also part of the thing. talking about our guys. You know, they, 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 yeah, it was, oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Yep. The German winner. 80,000 Americans died in the Battle of the Bulge. That, that's a lot of people. Kraut is a, a lot great of people. term. 80,000 people died in the Battle of the Bulge. Just waiting. For what? Yeah, what do you how do what do you think made the bulge? It was corpses, you know. I mean, it's it God was, damn it, I'm firing. It, it, it was truly off. like rolling the dice, man. That was the last move, and then the war was. It was not a matter of if, but when, you know, because it, it was over at that point. They like, war would be so great if, when like your enemy appeared, it, they were like this. <laughs> exactly. Nazi. <laughs> Hello, everybody. We're going to kill you right now. Uh, now is that Kumail Nagiani or is that? Oh, no, I'm not born yet, Adam. That's not nice. Don't say that. Don't yeah. say that, Adam. You're oh. using a power to no, but what power? You know, the power of persuasion. Because you're a, a male, and they'll do anything. Because you're uh, you're an untalented man. <laughs> I was too, but then I married a fat woman and made her skinny, <laughs> which makes me a, a lord in Hollywood. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope the wrong person doesn't hear that. That's, that's funny. Uh, but, no, uh, the alt yeah. comedy doesn't listen to this. The alt scene doesn't listen to this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, very few people listen to this show, but we, gotta, we, we, got, gotta, we, we, have, we have an audience. We have know, an audience, and thank dude, you for listening. I got people interacting thank on the for, subreddit. Look at this. I appreciate I think that. I got an idea of who it is, but we still have, they threw a, a video, a suggestion video that we're, I'm going to throw on at some point. Excellent. It's an Excellent. NFL films. So they uh, like when you, they like when you break off into NFL talk. Also, yeah. let me actually read the subreddit because they, yep. they confirmed for me the breakdown of the entire Denny McLean <laughs> reading off the phone incident. <laughs> it's good to have your listeners. <laughs> Adam starts reading from his phone around 2930. You try to make it funny around 37. And that made me realize I missed the opportunity to do this the whole time. <laughs> I could have just played that. Exactly. <laughs> I laid off the bells and whistles. We really were truly off our game last week. Well, it, it was a tight show and it was a Sunday. It wasn't our typical show. So now we're back in the pattern of the routine. You, you know? pivot the biography around 43 minutes to broader scumbags from baseball because I'm a good host. <laughs> I take what you're giving me and I expand it. I appreciate that. You know, <laughs> uh, first estimate of 20 minutes was way hot <laughs> as you were being sarcastic but making a valid point crow estimated uh he, for two minutes three minutes four minutes which, <laughs> he goes which is also super funny uh which sadly shows how fast time starts to move uh once you get over 40 uh in addition to overestimating his ability to read wiki fine print from an already small phone uh and then goes, dude, bring an iPad or an iPad knockoff when you record and give your eyes a break. Last funny part, no one on edibles or vape should ever try to estimate time or debate it <laughs> or both or both those things. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, it's my mind is I don't know. I, I, and I, then I said we might now. have to institute the shot clock era. This might be the shot clock era of the podcast. 
Yeah, you know, exactly. I get, go from subject to But we're yeah, interacting. I'm telling exactly. people, I'm putting up the lounge and telling people whatever you, you watch something funny this week, post it. We'll cover it on the show. <laughs> so, um, again, we were going to talk about what we were going to talk about here. We wanted to go through. Uh, well, yeah, let's go through some quick news. Here. Absolutely. This is TV news. I wanted us to watch your set from the Chicago Comedy Festival audition, <laughs> but you don't want to. You have a hard time watching yourself, don't you? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. That that would be difficult for me to watch because it's 20 years ago and it, maybe it's kind of embarrassing. I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I'm actually talking uh this woman i know from marquette university from my high she's a linguistics professor she's teaching a comedy class and she's giving me an opportunity on the 22nd of april to uh talk about stand-up comedy to her class (laughs) i gotta prep for that you know so she said well can i have a video and i said well she said, I have your audition for the Chicago Comedy. She literally said that the day after I, I communicated it's on the Monday. Only, if you, I'm just like, oh, if God. you YouTube, it's got to be taken down. Take that. Who put it up there? Let me see. Mark Geary? No. I mean, th- that's got to be taken down. It's some down. random fucking guy. It's so fucking You can report bad. it. It's so bad. I want it to be, I just don't want it to be on there anymore. I, I want to just backtrack on my online presence, my early online Cliche presence. Cliche boy. <laughs> Oh, that, that's Gary. That's yeah. Gary. Yeah. How many views does it have? I'm just curious. <laughs> 333. Uh, that's a few. That's a few. And it says Adam Crocious back when Chicago comedy meant something. <laughs> you got. You got. You got to. Uh, you got. I, I, we can't watch that. I can't. I can't watch that. It's just. It's, it's too embarrassing. I don't know. It's difficult for me to watch sometimes. <laughs> I mean, and, and, you know, sometimes that I don't give a shit. Other times I do. For some reason, with that, I kind of give a shit. I don't know why. I, I, sh- I got to just watch it. I've watched it before and it's not that bad. I actually have some funny lines and I get some laughs in it, you know. Oh, no. It's an audition for a festival that you made. God, it's so, so bad. like, it's not a bad set. Like, you, it's one, it's an, it's an audition it's set so for bad. one of the major comedy festivals that you got into. I know. So, it's clearly a good set. <laughs> but it's really not. It's not, it's not what I'm trying to be. Well, like you a- were an uh, absolute absurdist back then. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I like was, it's four <laughs> minutes of you talking about pussy, dude. I love that joke, by the way. That that was my opener for years. You know, I, I just I, I can't. I, I have to work myself back into Keith. I tell you what, if you can just let me, it'll be like a version therapy. I got to well, just watch like twenty seconds, and then I got to watch. I'll call my dad. I'll have him send me the. You remember those small camcorder discs? <laughs> From back in the day? Yeah, yeah. I have a bunch of those with my early stand-up on it when I was fat and long-haired. I'll bring my early sets and we'll do a whole segment of watching our old stand-up. Ooh. Yeah, I I like the idea. It's a good idea. I have to get myself mentally prepared and emotionally. More than mentally, emotionally prepared for that. So what I got to do, I got to just watch it a few times. And then, and then we'll watch on the show. But I can't watch it right now, man. I don't, I don't, I, I don't mean to bat it away. I want to yes and you. I want to be a good co-host, you know, cohort. But I, I can't watch it right now. I just can't, man. So and I appreciate you respecting Let's spill over into the news then. Thank you. We got a head of the class re-fucking-do coming back. So is, is that... Uh, I'm surprised they haven't done that before. You remember head of the class, right? From well, the 80s. Yeah, was that... Who was in that again? Fucking the dude with the mustache. Howard Hessman? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it can't be Howard Hassman. Is he even alive anymore? <laughs> Let's see who was in the old. One. He was Johnny Fever on WKRP. I man. think that was him. It was it was it Robin Gibbons? Was she in this? Robin Gibbons, who married Mike that Tyson, that dork with the it looked like his nose was made of play doh. <laughs> who who, who uh, oh, oh one uh, of the characters? There was one of the dorks on the oh, show. He yeah. had a big fat fucking globalist nose. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Fever. God. 
Like, yes, yes, I, I've. Why are they remaking that? That uh, that was on from like, the uh, guy who made uh, Scrubs is making it, is remaking it. That could, that could be funny. Bill Lawrence. So was it on from? Let me guess. I'm going to go the years here. Okay, I'm going to go do the years in my mind. Uh, 86 to 90. I'm going to guess. 91. Ooh, I was 86 off. to 91. 91. Okay, okay. I, I didn't, yeah. Because I, I never really watched it. I, you know, at that time, I was really Nesman left in 90. Hessman left in 90. Yeah, that was the end of the show. He, but, I mean, he cashed out. I mean, I'm sure he made some cash. Robin Givens was on that, man. I, I think, like, uh, I think, like, Brad Pitt did, like, you know, extra work on that show or something. You know, Dan Frischman, Dan Schneider. Tony O'Dell, Robin <laughs> Givens, Kimberly Russell. These are the Leslie Bega. Only Robin Givens survived in Hollywood. Wow. wow. Yep. Well, she, I mean, when she married Tyson, that was a real, like, it, I mean, I remember that being like, whatever, just whatever. It, 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 it just being a real, like, uh, you know, she was a gold digger. And it just seemed like a, just a doomed marriage. You just, the handwriting was on the wall immediately with it. That, that was Mike Tyson just being thrust into a level of fame that no human being could possibly manage, let alone some dude who grew up on the streets of rough Brooklyn. You know, what, a, what an experience that must have been like to just be this absolute mega athlete star in the late 80s and just... And given where you come from, uh, I wish if Customato, if Customato wouldn't have died, if he would have lived like three years longer, just like three years longer, Tyson could have been truly a great champion. But unfortunately, because well, I mean, he, he would have been able to kind of mature him a little bit, I think. I think he might have listened to him. I guess Customato dying. I mean, Tyson was very affected by that. He was, he, I mean, he it really, I mean, he was, you know, weeping over that. Like it was a big deal when he died, you know. Uh, and and I I think he had died the year before he won the champ became the heavyweight champ. Oh yeah, it, it affected 20. the Buster Douglas fight. Now let's he probably would have raped women still. Oh I think listen he's he, a, done, he, he did, did that before soul pre cuss you know? and after cuss yeah he was, he fucking, was oh you hear his stories too like when he was young and oh man we're showing death and war while we talk about this, this is triggering for so many fucking people and I'm sorry I it's said that word it's the trigger. gayest thing I ever said. <laughs> You know. Trigger, please. Yeah. So again, this <laughs> right. You're on right now, Keith. I gave you credit, man. You're making me laugh. Fucking forty minutes in, we're cooking, bitch. But uh, forty. Seriously, that camera. When that camera clicks and <clears throat> and I get up, that's thirty minutes. We're already thirty minutes. We're not thirty minutes. Like twenty eight, twenty seven. My God, we're riffing, man. We're on a roll. Maybe like twenty because I fiddle, I futzed with the camera for a little bit. But. So, so, so who, again, history. What, yeah, with history. What else? What, what else is coming up? Head of the class. Head of the class. Went off on Tyson and Gibbons. But I mean, the that's really one of a reboot. Has there been a popular school comedy since the Steve Harvey Show? Let's God, be honest. I, I, don't, I don't even know. I am so. You probably don't touch. even remember the Steve Harvey show. No, not at all. I mean, I, there, you have to understand there are, there are gaps in my TV experience. I didn't own a television set for like five or six years from my twenties into my thirties. I just, I was like, I was just starting to do stand up. That was like my world. That's always you know? like when I started doing stand up. You have you go, get into those phases where you're like, I'm gonna read books. I'm gonna I'm gonna smash my TV with a hammer because it's poetic right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I was totally. I didn't have a good television set. I I, I had an old one for 14 years, kind of like what I have now. <laughs> I, I should buy a new television set. God, I should do that, shouldn't I? Yeah, you're my consumerism, sick. my God. Well, no, they're cheap now. It's yeah, not... absolutely. You can get a good. You can get a good one for like four hundred bucks. Get a nice know? one indie made by a Mexican in his basement. You know, I wired it. 
So we're watching Band of Brothers right yeah. now. Yeah. Let's see what else uh, is going th- Again, on. this was the show that spurned the joke for my buddy Brian again. And someone has to tell Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg, they did not fight in the Second World War. They did not. They actually did not participate in the Second World War. Someone has to tell them that. <laughs> Ooh, let's go to Hallmark. You know, let's get this is the story of us. Now we're going to everybody knows we got a little game here. Is yeah. guess the plot of the Hallmark movie. Ooh, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, good one. Yeah, this is and good. You were going to turn it on. So right now we're watching this. You can see it. Everybody watching. This is if you're listening to the audio. Hop yeah. on KeithPazel.com. Watch the video. Yeah. Uh, we have a man and a woman discussing books. Okay. 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 Yeah. So we're going to try and guess the plot. And then we're actually going to go to the info and see how close we got. I bet you we can do it within two minutes. So maybe two. Who's the main character? It's her. It's her. She's back in town. Yes. She's an executive from a, a different city. So, you know, that little, library might be important though, because he yeah. showed her a book and they they discussed it. So persuasion. She, so let's say she is a high school teacher. Okay. Who is returning to her hometown to teach? And the counselor is an old flame. An old, oh, so it's, it's sparking. A, see, because I, I think from their body, I, I think that they're, you know, yeah, you're, that, yeah, that they may have had a connection in the past. <laughs> they may have had some connection. And, and they're, she's trying to sort it out. She's trying to get comfortable with it, you know. What's his sort of. He's killing it. He's what, got the over the shoulder sash, brand new leather, what, Nazi hair. He looks like Ryan Pace, general manager <laughs> of the Chicago Bears, famous only- nationalist. <laughs> But 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 he's got a flaw though too, right? That she can't quite. She's got to deal with that. What's his flaw, right? He has to have like one flaw or one thing. He's just so annoying when he tells his so and so jokes. Too grounded in reality. Oh, he's too grounded in reality. That's why she's gonna come along and wisp him up into her, her literary wonder world. So let's see. Is that, are we done, or do you are you trying to? Let, let's give it a little bit more. Can we hear a little dialogue? Maybe. Uh, hey, Dana. Yeah. Uh-huh. Busy. He's busy. Okay. Busy buddy. She's desperately trying to make a human connection. Now let's see what yeah, the, now the, let's see what it's called. This is the story of us. Okay. The owner, the owner of a, of a bookstore, bookstore butts heads <laughs> with an architect who plans I was so fucking And renovating the neighborhood. Okay. Okay. Him. Yeah. The next step would have been what what was their dilemma? We didn't quite know what their dilemma was. The next thing we have to figure out. I bet what, you we're in the stage right now where she does not know that he's there to do that. Oh, yeah. Because it just started 15 minutes ago. Yep, exactly. So they probably met, and he's there just talking about how much she loves books. She probably fucking told him all sorts of stories about this. It's not just the cover of a book. It's the fucking, it's your first impression of a a life. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. All sorts of wispy shit. She played uh, (laughs) Alicia Silverstone's character in the show Clueless, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought I recognized her. Yeah. She looks a bit like she the love interest in, in Lethal Weapon 2, who gets killed. That sets, sets Gibson off, man. Sets him off. That movie's hilarious. Lethal Weapon 2? Yeah. It's, it's when it's, it got wild. Uh, it, it's like so dated. The, the sensibilities of it. Because, I mean, that, that's a cutting edge action movie when that came out. Cutting edge action movie. And, and you, the sensibilities of it just are so... When you watch it through the more modern movie lens, it's just interesting to see the choices they made, even though it's a, a so popcorn movie. We got uh, CSI Vegas 
coming back it's got a new title but it's the same regular csi so it gets confusing because it was just csi when it first came out then they made csi miami csi new york had a short run there's a csi, CSI there's a los new angeles. orleans one yeah. there's a csi la yeah um so now it's gotten so out of hand that they're bringing back the original as csi vegas which is what I called it anyway, because I thought like they all yeah. had their own cities. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you inadvertently uh, bumped into that line. But I'm right? fucking excited for fucking old boy from Manhunter coming back. Oh, oh, oh. Um, he, he's a Steppenwolf actor. What's his name? Bill something. Uh, it, it's a simple name. Anderson or yeah, Bill Peterson. Bill William Peterson. Peterson. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's a, he's got he he's the kind of guy that would tor- puts the wax part of his glasses in his mouth when he opines yeah yeah <laughs> he's yeah. the kind of guy who opines <laughs> well he was in to live and die in la which was a very arty movie for its time hey, it was don't a very, you and i know brother right to live and die in la speaking of which speaking of which there was a death in the rap world this week Bark, bark. I wish I had some bar- dogs barking man, for that. No kidding, man. DMX went down. I had down. a great joke, by the way, that just went so unheard because people are sour asses. So when the story came about, I was like, so, uh, you know, I hear uh, DMX is in cradle to grave condition. <laughs> it's a good joke. Uh, I think I, that, that, that's a line. Yeah, that's I, I, you know, a good it's line. A, yeah, it's a decent it's a line. Staff, that's worthy of staff writer position. <laughs> You hear that? Letterman, exactly. You hear that? <laughs> Colbert, you fuck. I, I heard show business stories on Monday because I had a meeting with my production you know, woman here. I had a four-hour meeting. Five, it was four and a half. My writing partner came in from out of town uh, to see his in-laws, who I also saw too. They know me. Had a good Easter. Good dinner. globalist guy. Big globalist. Well, he's not a globalist. I know. He's not. Although he's very left-wing. Yeah. Very much of the tradition of radical politics. So he's under the thumb of Soros. So uh, exactly. It's, it's, it's Soros who's controlling. That sounds him. like a type of liberal magic. <laughs> Soros. He's Sorosing him. Yeah. But but uh, so he, he also came out here so we could meet with this woman who we've, we've had like eight Zoom meetings with over the past three to four months since like December. Uh, and, and we met face to face. She bought us lunch. Long December. I you wish know. I could play that while you tell the story. In the cold November rain, I can look into your eyes. I can feel, I can feel or see a love restrained. No, I don't know. What That's actually turned good that you did that because now I can map your highs. <laughs> I can map your highest high. They say in, in, in radio. The highest high can't go past 18 luffs. And I just clocked you at 18 right wow, there. I was right there. So okay. you are now perfectly leveled. Excellent. That's talk normal. You don't have to talk too I can look and So, yeah. So it uh, with, <laughs> with uh, uh, so we met with her in person. So we actually we, we went to her house in Calabasas. That's where they all live. You know, and it was I mean, we had it was gated community, you know, but she bought us an, a nice uh, a nice lunch. And we just chatted about the script. Not a lot. Of, I bet you a third of the conversation was about the script, but also kind of our, you know, how we work together. It was, it was, a, it was, a, it was kind of a uh, meet and greet. It was a meet and greet, feeling each other out. Can we trust each other, you know? And this is you <laughs> fucking working your game down the court, talking about your fucking. <laughs> you know, uh, just, you know, uh, how, how, do, how do Ed and I work together as, as a writing team? You know, who writes more? Who writes. And we don't necessarily have our wrap down on that. I mean, uh, but I, I like the way we work together. Did she ask you, know? you some insane producer question like, who's going to rip who off? No, no. <laughs> no, but, uh, 
but she was and she was telling stories about you know her acting career so i i was good to hear from her i, I mean she was talking about all of her marriages i think she's on marriage number four or five right <laughs> there you now. go you know what i mean so it's very much an la thing fourth time this but fourth she's time gotta, is- i mean you know, I, I'm embracing the process. If I was in my, if I was 28 years old, and had to meet her, I would have been totally overwhelmed and freaked out. Like, my God, there's not real conversation. She doesn't really know who I am, and I don't really know who she is. We're feeling each other out. You're getting to know each other. She's enthusiastic about it. I think that counts for something, and she seems to have a lot of decent connections. You know, so so we'll see. You know, this is at least it's some progress on that front. Someone's somewhat interested. That's that's how it starts, and you yeah. learn from the process. Oh, that's how it all starts. Baby. I don't want to have to keep going through it eight different times, you know. So I'm going to just see how this kind of works out, and you know, I think it went pretty well. So we're, we're we have a scheduled meeting on Wednesday. She, you know, we have a contract. I think we're adding this to the conversation dial too. Yeah. What the, the uh, script? Well, you know, it's, dude, this will be an exciting journey to if this. Po- yeah. we'll, we'll be talking about the production of your whole show. You know, it has a po- you know whatever. this show could get so, popular. Because you get a fucking TV show on some on access television. Yeah, you know, we'll see. I mean, pop it's, on pop. I'm going to be very curious to get the feedback. And if we don't hear anything, then that's also information, too. You know what I mean? Like you want to get the notes, you know, but uh, but yeah. So so we'll see. I mean, I, I but, you know, I, I think that we, what we have, I, I went through it. I hadn't read it like in three months, you know, two or three months. And I went back and I, I listened to it again. I was That'd like, be hilarious if you're so you're just so into this whole process and they're just like so uh that thing that happens on page 12 and you're just like i don't remember what happens on page 12 <laughs> yeah, which, read this which thing is a possible months it's possibility you know so i uh I, I listened to it i had this voice control where they just read all the lines it's a very monotonous voice you should be able to give like tone tonality to the to the voices in it. I, I, there must be some software that does that get a, a woman's voice a man's Call voice you know to consider and, and, and I, I listened to it and i was like you know this is still pretty good so i wrote an outline for our second episode so we're going to start Hell our yeah. second episode let's listen you know? to, let's listen in to see on her yeah. life yeah Rick's working on a new recipe Ooh. Ooh, that reminds me you're coming with me tonight where rick's valentine's cooking class and no, I'm writing excuses. That I need bookstore looks like it's all commercial esque. It, 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 it's like a child's. I don't. I don't know what it is. It's everything. Is in, there a single germ in that entire bookstore? Everything in the Hallmark world is so well lit. I know, and it, it's so bright. You know, it, it, it doesn't. I mean, they've made a certain choice. I mean, this oh, man. But you know, I bet you again. This is we've talked about it before. They're they're making a decent little paycheck on this for like working what eight days? I think, yeah, not eleven days. A couple hundred grand a year they're making. If they do two or three they, of these movies, oh, bro, they crank more them than out. that. They're doing. They're probably filming two or three a month. Jesus, there's a couple girls that have like Candace Cameron, uh, Kurt Cameron. Oh yeah, she has. She does the tea garden mysteries. She's like a character that has several. Like they have a new tea garden mystery movie every month is it just super square like she's really like a square? local town pi she's aurora tea garden <laughs> and she solves mysteries look at these dudes it's like they're they're walking ken dolls too yeah it's got it, 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 it to me it doesn't it's got that it's there, isn't there a certain gay there's undertone? No there's way, a gay undertone isn't there absolutely in this show yeah in the there's production no way uh, like you can't have that kind of hair product. Where do you get that product in this product? <laughs> well, it's also like and they don't pea they don't, coats they're wearing. They it's, don't got a they don't have a keels around there. God, 
I just, that's one thing I fail on, man. No one. I do not put time into thinking about fashion. You ever do that? Toss, toss a lemon while you're giving someone sage advice? (laughs) You know, it's just a couple of guys breaking it down. But yeah, he, uh, there's just this gay perfection in it. Am I, am I, am I, am I I wrong? Can you imagine someone, you you get ready to toss the lemon and you're just like, (laughs) you know, it's like I say, if you go down on her too fast, you're going to smell her butt. There you go. (laughs) You just bite it smoothly. This is just, oh. God. Okay. These pos- exactly she's no dusting? Oh my God. Who dusts? To- Dude, I dust. Who is a dust? I, I dust all the time. I, I, I dust things down. But with a duster light? Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just so like, it's just this weird caliber of woman very, fantasy uh, that does not make sense to me. Very sound of music. So, oh, so they're just, bringing CSI back. I'm just getting back on the trying to get back on the news yeah good absolutely yeah yeah i'm going off no it's good to go <laughs> off this is the show yeah but but with but it's just so Ooh, what'd she find this level of perfection what did she find what'd she find it's a book <gasps> <gasps> it's not a book these are valentines oh these are so cute oh. these are valentines from old true love customers to true love books this is ridiculously sweet <gasps> oh look this one says it's from 1965. Oh my God, so long ago. I know. <laughs> Plus, also, if it looked at it was from 60, it wouldn't look brand new. Yeah, it would be like. It would be worn out and parched. I mean, it would not look like a gift card you could buy now. There'd be you know? weed stems and seeds inside of it. Again, it, it is so anesthetized. It's this weird, like, Dudley do right view of the world that's bizarre to me, you know? And, and, and I have a square streak. I can be somewhat square at times, I can be stuffy at times. Certain work contexts, you got to be that way, you know? Uh, but this is, uh, I, I don't get it. I don't get the appeal yeah i mean it's not really these are movies where i don't think you watch them to enjoy them really they're here for is it like single women in their 40s who finger themselves afterwards or even just not even single women it's it's cheesy women (laughs) yeah low stakes television shit to put on while you're fucking whisking the floor yeah yeah you can just go check in for 45 seconds your kids can wander around and watch this shit yeah it's it's uh very positive visually it's yeah. bright there's no fucking no sort of drama outside of yep. when are they going to do their kiss that signifies that he's going to put his tongue in her asshole yeah yeah <laughs> they'll soon be 69ing soon because i'll tell you once these movies end yeah tongues going holes yeah <laughs> off camera i was on a set of this should be another conversation dial you think about I just don't get ass play. I'm sorry. Call me a square. Call me a rube. I don't care what you call me. Yeah. I'm perfectly comfortable with this, okay? I just don't get ass Crow play. Just, I don't like it. I don't like it. You got to keep that thing yeah. clean. That thing's Crow, be that's clean. like putting his square dick in a round hole. You know it, what I'm it, saying? It's just like, well, why go for the A when the V is so close? That, that, that v is I think the, some would say, why not test out the A when the V's right there? You know, it's yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah, you're, but, already down, nah, you're already down the nah, street. Nah, I, Give I, it a I, try. Yeah, go ahead. You do. Hey, I don't judge you. Seriously, if it's part of your thing and it enhances your experience, who am I to judge? Go I'm, right. Go right I'm ahead. Bumped into it before. I, 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 I just. I, I, don't, I don't like it when a woman puts her fingers in there. In my tryst, like in my that, tryst you know? with women, my few, I don't like it. I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not the. I'm not a Romeo. I'm, I'm not yeah. like I got a, a bag of women quivers. Yeah. But yeah. in my tryst with like women, I think I am. But I'm a loser. I've, gr- I've bumped into it accidentally. Yeah. And it feels weird every time. I've immediately apologized every time I've touched a female's asshole. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's just like, you know, 
I don't know. You're, there's a certain, I don't know. It's just, it better be damn clean. That's all I say. It better be fucking pristine. That sounds like a level you know? of, of clean that you're trying to sell your dish soap. It's just, well, it's, it's not tr- clean. It's damn clean. <laughs> they show a cartoon I'm asshole, not a, car- a cartoon asshole versus the asshole that doesn't get washed by Croce's soap. <laughs> That's not damn clean. <laughs> that reminds me of a segment. I was watching a cooking show and we should talk about the cut co- co- cooking cop show, go. which is hilarious. Look at you, dude. Look I, at this. I, I was watching it's a show. A, it was a cooking show with, with Greg Luganis. No, 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 no. It was Brian Boitano. Brian Boitano. They're kind of the same era to me. They're kind of, you can make that mistake. Brian Boitano is figure skater, obviously very gay. And he he had a cooking show. He's got boy in his name. <laughs> he makes he makes like a little cookies. They were like little like dark chocolate cookies. Each of them looked like an individual unique sphincter. It was, and here's that. Well, and it was just got, like it's just like the, it's so obvious. It's hilarious. He's got the uh, you know the the catalog. He's got the mental catalog. Oh, he. I mean, he. Brian Boitano was a Nelly. I will say this much, guys. This, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, this is gonna get me canceled. I'll never, but but the whole thing. Well, that's a good thing. We have 20 listeners, <laughs> and they all they're all down for work. <laughs> but, but the whole, I mean, Johnny Weir took the mantle and leaned into that image hard, hard. When I saw him, I, I, it was unbelievable how drippingly vain he was. Ooh. He was so just. And just in his element, and, oh, my crown fawns. It's wow. <laughs> you are a drama queen, you know? Good for him. Good so for him. we have Crime Scene Kitchen. Fox is ordering Crime Scene Kitchen. Which is Every hilarious. network is desperate because CBS rules television. And we'll get into that when we do the oh, ratings. Network is CBS. We'll, cut, we'll do the ratings really? before break. And then we'll. Uh, so. Uh, Crime Scene Kitchen. Fox has ordered a new baking show, and it sounds like uh, the series won't be a piece of cake. Ugh, uh, the network had, yeah, this, I only get this for the information. TV yeah. series finale.com. You need to write non cheesier, <laughs> yeah, gay yeah. shit. Yep. Uh, the network has greenlit Crime Scene Kitchen, a culinary guessing game and competition, which will see contestants trying to figure out what dessert has been eaten based on leftover crumbs and other clues, and then accurately reproduce it. You got to eat crumbs? No. <laughs> So they're going to give you a plate of crumbs. Not, I don't think they're going to yeah, spit crumbs yeah, onto yeah, a plate. Yeah, yeah. They're going to take a dessert, crinkle crumbs on it. They're going to yeah. eat those crumbs, guess what it is, and then make it. That's so fucking convoluted. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's enough there. We're going to kidnap is there enough children. <laughs> Say how, yeah, what's if the you con- don't make this food... <laughs> You're gonna eat something that might be your. So child. there's a police. The police. I thought. The, I thought it was the cops who were figuring out what food. Here they, are they, some of they the were more detectives. De- like food. Pro, detectives. Do you want to know what Joe McHale's gonna say? Yeah. Ready. Guess. Bake. God. That's the show. Joe McHale's gonna host it. Celebrity chef Curtis Stone and cake artist Yolanda Gamp. That sounds like yeah. a lady who's made of fondant. <laughs> To serve as judges, the series will also be able on their free streaming platform, Tubi. Oh, so bad. I, I saw that, that John Cena obstacle course show Don't that he's doing with that, with that comedian, John C- uh, uh, Nicole, Byer. Nicole Byer. Nicole Byer is great. John who's Cena's funny, great. Who's funny, but I'm like, I'm like, this is what, this is the opportunity you have to do some Dude, that's show cool. like that's this? That's a quarantine check. Wow. I'm sure they were like. That's one of those shame jobs. But then quarantine hits. You're probably like, yeah, oh, I'm sure it's like, yeah, I'm excited to host. This yeah, show. it's also like, yeah, I'm making a buck. You know, I can't, I can't go two or three years of not making any income. You know, I just can't I can't ride it out that long, you know. So that brings us in 
to the top 10 ratings. Now, this is a little Excellent. delayed because I think Easter, they don't, they don't. So the Nielsen ratings. Yeah, these are the yeah. Nielsen ratings. They come out usually every Sunday, I think. Went to the University of Wisconsin. Maybe with even the, with Saturday. The show started with the back Maybe even Saturday night because I think the schedule goes Sunday to, Sunday to Monday. Uh-huh. Like, yes. <laughs> all right, Bill Peterson over here. Yes. No, I'm listening. I'm listening. So uh, these are the top 10 ratings. Now, I think that we're going to do last week's because I think Easter affected this week's ratings. I don't I, I don't think they do ratings I got a for question Easter. before we get into this. Do they do, they do like you know the six point five, the six point one. Do they also give the number of households too, like the, like the gross number? We of households? can see how you know six million. They, or, yeah, yeah, I want to hear that too, because I want to hear what a popular show is now. I don't know. I should. That's like such a basic one on one thing to be aware of, but I'm just not even aware of that. So, Crow for your just to give you the rating is the household, and then okay. there's the viewers. So here's our top ten. The week of March 29th, like I said, I don't think they yeah. do ratings over Easter. Yeah, because, because it's a weird TV. Nobody's week. watching TV. I don't yeah. think they want to sat, saddle a show with yeah. shitty Easter ratings. Yeah. And they might not even put out new episodes for yeah. Easter. You'll know if you become a television man. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, man. You'll be in the sweeps. So the NCAA, <laughs> the NCAA tournament obviously dominated. They, they, it was number one. Yeah. Uh, 14 million viewers, 7.6 households. So that means yeah. 7.6 million houses watched the NCAA tournament. 14 million people 14 million it. viewers, which yep. would usually means someone probably watched it with their wife or their son. A lot yeah. of fathers and sons probably watching yep. the NCAA tournament. Absolutely. I watched a little bit of it. Then <clears throat> two, Law & Order SVU. Three, Law & Order Organized Crime, which is the new Stabler. Those did 8 million viewers and seven seven 7.8 million viewers. And then they did a 5 and a 4.9 in the rating. God, those shows are fucking popular. That's your average now to answer your question. Uh, so to give you a comparison, highest season of Frasier was about 23 million viewers Jesus. an episode. Wow. Now, if you get 12, you're killing it. And if Which you get is, like four and a half, it's like, it's a successful they'll, show. They'll keep you on the air. Yeah. Yeah. If you start getting into, that's what I care about. If you start getting into 2 million, <laughs> I want to do enough just to do that. 2 million you know? and 1 million is where you're in danger. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that's where you're on the ropes. That's when you're on the ropes. Like they just canceled MacGyver, the reboot of MacGyver, Ooh. but that lasted five years. Yeah. Get good for them. You know, um, so then we got the 60 minutes, the Easter version did a four, seven with 7.6. So these are all, all the top 10 is like six, 7 million people. Who was this older blonde? NBC there? did well this week. CBS usually has six out of the last week. NBC, yeah. uh, CBS had six out of the top 10 shows. Yep. Highest rated. Yeah. So you want to go for CBS crow. I tell you why. Well, I don't know. If, who knows what'll happen? I, I don't know. If I'm saying as far TV, as what, yeah. if, as far as a network if that's that an probably option, has yeah. a good staff. I mean, those kind of shows do well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I I will be curious to see what it potentially gets turned into. You have to me, I have a very open. I'm embracing the sausage making process. You know, of what may happen. You know, which is I think what you kind of have to do. Who is that woman? I feel like she's been in stuff. I don't recognize her. Do you know what she looks like? She's it, fucking know, the lady who played Alicia Silverstone. No, 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 no. The different, the, the blonde, curly-haired woman who was older, who I think was like the. Hey, let's uh, go to the cast. Yeah, because uh, do, do you know who she looked like? If my stalker was sane, I knew well, the look it's was not her. Yeah, exactly. It's not her. But How embarrassing would sane. that be if your stalker made it? <laughs> yeah, she would. No, Maggie no, Lawson. That's her. No. Sam Page, Marco Grazzini, Zibby Allen. What the fuck is that? Francis Flanagan. Yeah, they don't. These people Fra- don't got pictures. Francis Flanagan. That's who I think it might have been. Yeah, these people don't have pictures. So yeah. I guarantee you, whoever you think it is, is not. Well, yeah, exactly. Because I thought that the face looked, but it was if my stalker was saying anyway. Uh, going off on that. So yeah, those are the ratings. So, so that's what, network. What, 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 what were the ratings? What were the shows again? What were they? 
So one through ten. Yeah. Uh, number one was the NCAA tournament. Makes sense. Then we have Law and Order SVU, Law and Order Organized Crime. Then 60 Minutes, the Easter Edition, Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, Equalizer Easter Edition. So again, Equalizer is the number one rated number one show on television right now. And, and, and that's a CBS show, right? That is a CBS show. So in the top 10, how many CBS, how many NBC, how many ABC? ABC has none, it sounds like. This week, NBC had one, two, three, four, five. And CBS had one, two, three, four. They tied five and five. Wow. ABC had nothing. Not even Grey's Anatomy. And then we can get into demos, but I'm not in that. I don't care how no, many Hispanics care. watch broadcast television. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's all Univision. Black people love basketball. I watched a lot of the tournament. You know, the, the Baylor-Gonzaga uh, game holy was a bit shit. of a letdown. Um, Baylor's good, though, man. They're fucking fast. The NCAA tournament amongst black households did a 9.1. Wow. 9.1 million black households watched the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I watched it. No. I, I didn't watch the whole thing. Whether they were watching with their fathers. <laughs> Who knows? That's up you in know. there. I'm kidding, by the way. Okay. <laughs> kidding, by the way. I find her very cute. The woman with the black top there. I do. I got to admit it. Yeah. The, you see, that's the thing about it, too. I, I shit on the show. <laughs> the truth comes out. I get calm with it. I realize part of the reason I don't like it is there's a certain sex appeal of these girls. They're the good girls. So here's you know? what I would like to close. You got to be good and nice to a good girl. Here's what I would like to close on. That's I even have this be. fucking queued up. I'm but so I just like that I only really find that attractive. So <laughs> as we were talking about, I we work <laughs> uh, we're that? caught up on Grey's Anatomy. Me yes. and Larry. Uh, that, that's hilarious that you watch. By, By the way. The way it's hilarious on the ratings those. i think 620 million minutes have been watched of gray's anatomy on netflix because i think over the quarantine people picked shows that were like 15 seasons yeah and they like fucking uh cold case and shit that has like 12 se- syndicated seasons all those shows got dominated well, on I, netflix I, my my of that was the wire, the wire. The f- there were five seasons of the wire and i watched all every so, episode but as as you said crow this is as i've said this is the quarantine season of gray's anatomy and they're hitting upon certain things every episode there's the guilt trip where with information they'll make the viewer feel bad like, why weren't you aware of this fact? Or a character will get will come in with COVID for going to a birthday party or something. Oh, yeah. Like, and you shouldn't be doing this. They'll scold the character, but they're talking to you, yeah. America. Yeah, exactly. And then there's, infor- there's the information scene itself, where this scene of dialogue is going to give you some sort of information where they think they are giving a public service. And it's yeah. usually like, I'm sick and tired of this disease dominantly <laughs> affecting people of color. Yeah, 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 their soliloquy. They have their, yeah. their, their stand on the tie box and moment. And it'll include some information. And I just I isolated this for you because this is a perfect example of information. Now, I'm going to set it up. They have this character named Jackson, and yeah. he's a rich guy on the show. Now, when he first pops up, yeah. they talk about him being rich. Like, oh, wait, I fucking went black here. It's okay. Fade to black. We're an hour in. Jesus. So, well over an hour. Wow. So, he, uh, he's rich. Stamina key. He's rich. Yeah. And they kind of just poke fun of it. Like he's just this free with like his mom owns the hospital. Yeah. But lately they've been trying to throw a lot of privilege on him. They've been trying to make him kind of like, you don't understand us because you're so yeah. rich. They like a couple of seasons ago, they were he was trying to invite people like courtside Knicks, like Seattle supersonic game. And yeah, shit. yeah. And they're all like, dude, just go by yourself. Like you, you can't be alone. Like you're so rich. You can just yeah. acquire friends. Yeah. So slowly they've been chipping at his richness like it's not celebrated anymore yeah so there's this scene a bunch of covid people 
can't get into the hospital because their beds are all full. Yeah. So Jackson here, knowing that they've been bagging on him for being rich, decides to do this. Ah, fuck. We'll fucking edit this out. I have to change the audio here. Oh, no, it is good. Here we go. Marcel tested positive. He needs to be home isolating. I told him that, but apparently he lives with his family. Six people in a two-bedroom apartment, including his grandpa. His <laughs> grandpa. Like his grandpa. This guy came onto the show and fucked one of the hottest girls, and then they turned him gay. <laughs> Sick. Can't we just admit him? Get him some... Now, I question whether it was a natural evolution or if he started out as a dorky straight character, and then they just did some... Study. We're gonna just take it. In this We're way. just gonna make him gay. Yeah, exactly. No one's gonna remember because he's anyway. a good gay, and he might be gay in real life. It's not a hotel, Schmidt. He can't afford to stay anywhere else. Here we go. Okay, book him a hotel room. Book it. On you. You sure? It's a matter of public health. Okay, anybody needs a room, just book him a hotel. No questions. Now, if you know Grey's Anatomy, you know. Something bad's going to happen. Yeah, anytime uh, something good is going to happen, it's going to get counterbalanced by something bad. Yeah. So anytime they make a diagnosis for a husband, oh, you know the wife's going to die. Yeah. It's like, oh, he actually doesn't have testicular yeah. cancer. He's just, it's just his balls a but lot. Then, but then yeah. they'll, they'll be telling the wife that your husband doesn't have cancer, and then she'll pass out, and they'll find out that she actually has stage four brain cancer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's got like six weeks to live. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was caused by the stress of taking care of him and his fake ball cancer. So obviously... The <laughs> The family is going to go into this hotel so and then, something bad's going to happen. No, here's what they did. So we're going to go to. <laughs> she's so great, dude. She's my favorite on the show. Here we go. So <clears throat> you're going to find this out. You got a lot of positives. Tell them we'll take all the rooms we can get. Thank you. Oh. I think I memorized your credit card number. When did hotel stays become part of the plan? Oh, well, people need more than a test, and quarantining isn't easy for everybody. Hard information moment coming. Today. Excuse me? You know he's your boss, right? I'm sorry. Technically, so am I. I'm sorry. Schmidt, give us a minute. Well, don't fire her. Schmidt! Come here, please. I assume that wasn't your real question, so would you like to tell me what is going on? You're booking up hotel rooms. So is Seattle Partners. Okay. I've heard of them, a group of uh, community organizations, right? Long-standing community organizations that have been providing housing and wraparound services for people who test positive for COVID in low-income neighborhoods. <laughs> a lot of information the, 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 there. The, the, this, is a, this, is, this is my, if I were writing them, this is my contribution. This is what I would be doing. I'd be giving a, a litany of Denny McLean boring facts. That would be my contribution to the script. This go. guy is knowledgeable. He's like Wikipedia. Crouch just seems smart. Okay, so the more the better. So what's Yeah, the maybe in theory, but they can't book their hotel rooms at their discounted rates because the local doctor is booking them at full price. And hotels are kicking people. See, so with his money, he thought he was helping. I know. Rich people can't even help you, fucking piece of shit. Well, You're throwing your privilege around Seattle, and now these people who only house Latino tumors... <laughs> Can't fucking save them. You know, it's, how bad do you feel, Jackson? Out. She to doesn't stop, though. <clears throat> this is right up my alley. She excuses her emotions and gives you more information. For your new arrivals. I got it. I apologize. I didn't, I didn't know that. Great. We'll just tell everyone it wasn't on purpose. That should keep them real warm tonight. 
Well, you know, again, the point is, okay, you can bitch all you want. And believe me, I complain with the best of them. You have to be able to give alternatives. There has to be alternative solutions put out there, you know? There's another moment, though. Hold on. I'm going to find it. <laughs> oh, or yeah. That she... might have been the one. Because I know there's a moment where... Okay, here it is. Have a seat. Because he fucking... He ends up fixing it to where... uh he makes some sort of fucking he still buys the rooms but he does it like on behalf of like a foundation the, of the group uh, or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah yeah exactly so he fixes it because isn't ends capitalism up, really he a good fixes thing? it and she ends up feeling bad and now they're gonna have this moment avery i'm really sorry about earlier i i just have a huge problem keeping my opinions to myself especially when it comes to underserved communities a lot of information. Okay. Yep, this is the yep. guilt trip information right here. Well, sounds like that makes two of us. I want to help people. Especially those who've been ignored and shut out of the system for far too long. Sounds like you have some ideas from your last career. I'd like to hear them. All of them. Really? You have a deep understanding. You see... She she followed her passion, yeah, and now it's going to make change. So that was that. That was your guilt trip information. You know, you have to understand too. This whole what they're trying to deal with these issues, and and I give them credit. It's kind of ham handed their approach, but whatever, it's fine. Uh, I, I I'm burnt out on it. Affordable housing, it's the intersectionality, if you will. No, but the, it touches on a lot of different issues, and I just get so I, I just got burnt out on it. I, I don't know. It's just a, it's, it's a daunting task. You feel like you're accomplishing little. I mean, you're making an impact, but it's just like a gnat on a rhinoceros's ass, you know? The whole system is just difficult. <laughs> Building in a big city is not an easy undertaking. It's a lot of work. So, okay. Okay. Oh no! I was just pulling up the commercials for sure, break. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but I, you know, like Grace Anatomy, I, I like the, you know. You know, I mean, that show, 17 years it's been. Yeah. How many episodes is that? Uh, like 320 something or something like that. Or? 250, like, 260. Oh, man, that's a lot. It's, 20, that is it's a 24 long, episodes a season. That's a long run, man. Yeah. That's a long run. I'm sure you were, you know, you're a working actor in town. Like you, you, you score that. You, you, your career has advanced. You've gone up a notch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway, like, you ready to ease into a break here? Sure, man. Absolutely. All right. Well, we will be break. We will be break on the other end of a back. Uh, <laughs> we will be back on the other side of a commercial break here. All right. You are tuned in. Keith Pazel's podcast. Hey. Juliet, you've got a great pair of legs. If your legs mean as much to you as mine do to me. You love Legs Pantyhose. They never wrinkle or sag. Legs memory on stretches out and back for a beautiful fit right down to your toes. Stretching, bending, standing, sitting. Just one pantyhose that's always been. Nothing is a great pair of legs. This is brunch. And a client lunch. This looks like a color fast day. Max Factor Color Fast Lipstick for color that lasts. Rehearsal's late and your dinner date. This looks like a color fast day. 
Max Factor Color Fast Lipstick for color that lasts. Fashion shows it too, then the buyers are due. This looks like a color fast day. Max Factor Color Fast for color that lasts. For lips and nails too. Gino's new crisp and tasty frozen pizza has the crust you can trust. Make the Gino's blindfold test. Okay, hold it. I'm sorry. What's that, the that problem now? The whole thing just a little pushy. You know, the floor is already pushy enough. I mean, you got Gino's all over the place. May I add two words to my own commercial? Whatever. Trust me. And he knows, okay. Let's make the... it official here, real quick. Yeah. All right. We're back for the second half. We got Roadhouse playing. This is Roadhouse's yep. movie of the half. We're going to do this. Is we're going to do this week in TV history. Uh, I, yes. got a, I got a listener video that uh, we're going to go through after this because this is two hours. We're not going to watch the whole movie. No, of course not. <clears throat> and that's why I'm excited that you love it because you can tell me where to skip. Exactly. You can fill me in when we miss large swaths of it. Exactly. Just we'll to, bang out an hour of Roadhouse or j- so. J- j- just to let you know. This is the opening sequence where a guy who owns a club called the Double Deuce, which is a complete dive and shithole, uh, he, uh, he's looking for a guy to train bouncers because he wants his business to turn around. So this guy, like, you know, he, he knows how to train bouncers. I got to hear his lines. His lines are hilarious. Okay. So here we are. Let's go. Come on, hot shot. Come on. <laughs> those, those are they like testing him? He because yeah. he he kind of looks like a dad. Is is that the was that the rub of this movie? No, no. He's 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 a philosophy major from NYU, and he's so zenned out. He just never wants to truly fight, but if necessary, he will fight you. And he killed someone in his past, and it was sort of like you know, there's a there's murky circumstances that give his character depth because maybe he did it like and he loved it, but maybe he had to do it in a, in a case of self defense. It was not really clear in the trial, but he. Got got off you know so he's got a checkered past so that's part of his thing so he has to go to this town that he has his own kit that he does his own work <laughs> he does his own stitches see this guy heard you're the oh, best he's dalton the he's awesome heard you're the best dalton this guy was in an emergency yeah he's in a but he plays like a a true straight up devil i think in a movie i've seen yeah <laughs> that's what he says. my name is tillman frank tillman you know he auditioned to be Henry Kane and fucking in a <laughs> poltergeist. <laughs> exactly. He came in. Yeah, he was one of like the, the last 10 to 12, you know. <laughs> that was the real estate developer, right? In poltergeist. Sorry. Man. Henry Kane? Yeah. Was it? Oh, no, no, no. He was the old guy. Henry he, Kane's the fucking old man. Oh, yeah, he oh, looks the, just with, like him. With Jack, Mc, you mean Jack McBrayer when he's old. Yeah. <laughs> when Jack McBrayer gets old, he looks like, like the evil dude from poltergeist too. So yeah, here's so he's basically telling him, "Hey, I want you to run my club." It's, here the di- the dialogue's hilarious. It's got like thirty seconds of it. Maybe we the best. So did that guy shoot him? Is that why he's no, fucking he got stabbed? He got stabbed, slashed. 
You see, five thousand up front, five hundred a night cash. You pay all medical expenses. I can live with that. I can live with that. I run the show completely. Because his bar is so dangerous. Yeah, that he has to come in and clean it up. You're gonna love the opening bar scenes when they go. Let, let's go to that. Let, let, let's Man, go your to him. Voice go to is undefeatable. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> no, it's not you. It's it's <laughs> like just the base of it. Every time you, I get it to a thing, and then the second you raise it, it fucking boom. Sorry, I apologize. It's not you. It's not you. Can't you can't help it. Okay, okay. It's just the way your voice is. It's so bassy <laughs> that the second you raise it, it shoots my meter through the roof. Okay, like you okay. just have a very bassy voice. Okay. Bass in your face. So yeah, this was... Uh, uh, <laughs> it so, also might be a symptom of your headphones being low. It probably is. Because you're probably is. trying to talk loud so it's clear. Yeah, 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 so let me turn yeah. you up. There might be a little bit of that too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, okay. There we go. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh Let's go ahead to, to him actually going his first night working at the Double Deuce. It's probably eight to ten minutes in, eight to ten minutes more further down. So we, we, we know what the plot is, right? He's been hired to clean this place up. Boom. In this small town of Missouri. So we're going to ten minutes? Yeah, no, you go to like... Okay, yeah. Here he is. Look at that picture. Look at that still they use. <laughs> <clears throat> Love it. So he's in the double deuce right now. Isn't that guy in Bloodsport? I I think it's John Matusak. <laughs> he might be. You're not drinking. You're out of here. Oh, that's Terry Funk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the wrestler yeah, Terry, Terry Funk. Funk. Exactly. Yep. Hey, don't let him bother you. Morgan was born an asshole and just grew bigger. See, he's just checking I'm out Terry the personalities. You need. Oh, I know who that is. Yeah. Anything, you just let me know. That's a good mullet. Oh, that's absolutely. a good mullet. Yeah, it's stylish. Yeah. Well, got, is that Francis McDormand? No, who is that? No, that's just, you're, you're Dog. Oh my God. See, he's got a reputation. <laughs> Should I heard of you? For, That's John Doe from uh, from X from the, from the from the punk L.A. punk band. Really, X? Yeah, I think he was an X. Exactly. He, he was in a. Okay. Yeah. No. We, no. We, I want to see the fucking. His, his bio. Kelly Lynch is that her? Yeah. Go ahead. No, that's not Kelly. No, no. I can't think of who that is. She was like a. Uh, She's Gen like X. a famous actress. Now. Well, it's right there. It's Kathleen. Yeah, oh, it's oh it looked like David. It looked like Arquette. It looked like Patricia Arquette. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. I got my briefcase. I'm going to work in the double deuce. Look how bad it is. It's got graffiti everywhere. Like it's again, it's Roadhouse. He's cleaning up Roadhouses. You know, that's his job. So it, it's good though. It'll, there's gonna be a good fight sequence. <laughs> are, are we introducing mechanical bulls at some point? No, no. That, that, that was Urban Cowboy. That was long. That was long over. There. Here we go. That guy had a little career. He's a blind blues guy. He's kind of going to be like a Stevie Wonder, Ronnie Millsap type was character. Was this role like the launch? Like We're going to put this break. blonde. Yeah. Well, he, he was, uh, he's a guy. He's a semi-famous blues musician. I can't think of his name right now. Fucking Look at those guys with their headbands on. They're, they're Latin guys just hanging out in this roadhouse. <laughs> Did you see that table of guys with their headbands? Oh, yeah. That, that this is hilarious. the era that signified a villain. Villains uh, wear headbands. Absolutely. Absolutely. They were a darker character. 
Oh, hey, watch it. I know. Hey. I know. Here we go. Dalton, is that you? <laughs> Dalton, how you doing that? Good to see you. See, he's down. Oh, the boys and I heard you were coming into town. What, do they know each other from The Rock? Yeah, and just from, you know, we used to from hang, working clubs, man. We, used to, we grew up in the same town, and we used to hang around The Stone. You know, the stone in town, the town stone. Ooh, what a, that's what was depressing about working road comedy to me was I didn't want to turn into that caliber of person who just like, oh, yeah, I'm a regional comic. I work North Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Iowa, and that's it. You know what I mean? Like just that guy that seemed either you could make a living off of that. That would seem to be very depressing after a while. You well, know? yeah. And it's not, and it's a living, but it's like 50 grand a year. Oh, I know. Like you can live off that, but yeah. the what you have to do to get it, I don't think is ever really worth it to yeah, people. Exactly. So you, there's good, there's good bouncers and there's bad bouncers. And then there's Dalton. And then, yes. Yeah, What's your name, buddy? Coffee Black. Yeah, all right. Thanks, Joe. What you need, buddy? See, this guy's boasting money. Okay, this is Ever seen a better pair of attitudes? Uh-oh. <laughs> She's totally fine with it, huh? Yeah, because well, it, it's their grift. You'll see. Oh. Look at that guy. You jail him. I'm going to be Richard Ramirez. Don't even cast as the Night Stalker. <laughs> he's up. He's down. He knows what's up. The lighting in this bar uh, is uh, terrible. Looks like Michael Imperioli. Jesus, he's, I mean, this he's is like the, massaging I her mean, boobs. Dude, this is a full-on tit massage. Yeah, absolutely. Would this get greenlit now? No, 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 no. Uh, it would be a, a woman fondling a man's balls. Yeah, <laughs> which I would. Hey, I'd, I'd be into that. Uh oh. Yep. Yep. Here's a good fight. Oh shit! Hell yeah, it's it's Funk exactly. He's, he, I watched his like. There's some wrestling movie about him. Right? Dude, was, Terry Funk is the man. Yeah, yeah. I actually watched because his he documentary. went through different careers. Terry Funk was an old classic Texas wrestler in the NWA. Yeah, and then he had a hardcore career. He he retired fucking nine times in storyline. Yeah, and he kept coming back. And then he joined ECW in the '90s, and from then until now, he's been a hardcore wrestler. Wow. He still wrestles like he'll get hit wow. with light tubes and shit. Wow, <laughs> what a life! See, so okay, we've seen this. Let's go about two minutes early because he 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 two they, minutes earlier. Oh, I'm sorry, two minutes later. Two minutes later, because he debriefs the staff. He debriefs the staff. You see, yeah, it's okay. Go a little further. Because I, I, he actually talks to them about, well, here's the problem with this. That's, that should be right there, I think. Should be good. It could be wrong. Look at that picture. Shit, no, I, I, I was wrong. Because there's a great sequence where he so debriefs the So do you know staff. where it is? Shit, I'm going to have to say it's actually probably minute uh, 17, actually. No, 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 I'm wrong, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's further down, it's further down, I apologize. So let's just watch the movie and do it, some it, history it, real quick. It, yeah, it's like 23 minutes. Yeah, okay, yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Let's we got stuff to let it breathe. Exactly, exactly. Let's keep idea. it down. Yep. Exactly. We're, not, we're not actually watching <laughs> Me, I, I, I'm, we're just covering I'm sucked it. in, man, I'm sucked in, you know? <laughs> I'm emotionally invested in this. <laughs> so, you this know, week in TV history. I'm just a codger. I work. Let's do it. All right. So, 
<clears throat> I got this in chronological order from old ass to new ass. Yeah. Uh, it's double because we didn't do any TV history last week. So I have two weeks worth of TV history. Yeah. So. Okay. Where's he at now? Does he have to go to like a farm to train? Well, what? He's got to find his headspace. Yeah. <laughs> I got to fucking, you know, they're a little too rowdy for me. So I got to get back to my roots and figure out how to wrangle these rats. He rents a room from this guy for like a hundred bucks a month, but it also happens to be across the river where the bad guy, Ben Gazzara's character, the bad guy has an estate. So there's a reason for that. Like, he, you know, he, so he, he rents this place for a hundred bucks a month, you know? So, you know, he, he's kind of like this old geezer. Okay. What happened this week in TV history? Oh, what the fuck? They got Nam helicopters? Yeah, well, the helicopter was a, still a dramatic... You see, that, that, that's, that, that's the bad guy coming into his uh, estate. He likes to bother that guy because he wants to get his land. Who's the bad guy? Is it fucking- Ben Gazzara. Oh, from- it's not Rutger Hauer? No, no, no. It, it's the guy who was in all those John Cassavetes movies. You know, I think Husbands and Wives? What was it? Uh, uh, Killing of a Chinese Bookie, I think he might have been. I don't know if he was in that or not. But, but you'll see him. Here's Ben Gazzara. You see, you recognize him. He's the bad guy. Remember him? Yes. No, not really. Oh, yeah. He's he, he had a pretty substantial career. What is this, Fantasy Island now? What? Does this just turn into <laughs> Fantasy Island? Mr. Re- boss. Boss. No, the helicopter. The helicopter. No one got dude, that reference. I just realized now that Patrick Swayze is fucking dead. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. He's not alive. Cancer he, got him. Yeah, he, he's set to star in Ghost 2. He was, uh, you know, that, that was, they were going to make a fucking sequel. No, to that? no, no. I was just saying that. that was oh, my that's joke. a good mean, joke. Yeah, that's very funny. You know, <laughs> I got to find you a fucking. I stole that from Darren Bodecker. <laughs> so it's the kind of stuff you hear on the show this week in TV history. What happened? 1906 world's first animated cartoon is released. Humorous wow. phases of funny faces by Jay Stewart Blackton probably a white guy in blackface but it has nothing to do with the cartoon he just draws in blackface no i think i may have seen that it, it's literally it's so simple but i'm sure no one had seen anything so it was just yeah the, the optic nerve was just like this fresh you know, ground jay you know? stewart blackton star of animator and andy <laughs> there we go yeah <laughs> And the jokes keep flying. Okay. 1930, the Motion Picture Production Code is instituted, imposing strict guidelines on the treatment of sex, crime, religion, and uh, violence in film for the next 38 years. Wow, interesting. So, because who knows? Like, they were probably showing fucking ritual sacrifices in movies <laughs> before that. Because they could do anything, I guess. Also, this yeah. is probably some birth of a nation type shit where it's just like, yeah. let's not make movies about like fucking zombie black people. <laughs> birth of a nation, slightly racist. V.I. Lennon. Lennon, I guess, really liked the movie but Birth a of a Nation. Feet of fucking filmmaking wonder, I guess. Yeah, you know, like even people who hate it, they're like, it is the first motion picture. It's just extremely racist. Oh, without a doubt. It's a here's the debriefing that I think is amazing. Yeah. Okay, here we go. This is great. This is this is a good two and a half minutes. He looks like he's about to do a one man show. (laughs) Exactly. I think. (laughs) Morgan, you're out of here. What the fuck are you talking about? He fires Terry Funk. Yeah. Trade. You asshole! What am I supposed to do? There's always barber college. <laughs> Here's your severance. You're a dead man. You see, he makes enemies. That's what he does. He's been threatened before. <laughs> Terry Funk comes back with a fucking shotgun. Well, yeah, right? well, yeah. There's a whole. He becomes one of the henchmen of Ben Gazzara. 
He goddamn right he does. You're out We're selling booze here, not drugs. You're out for being a woman. We don't have women here. Well, no, it's it's equal. You know, she's she's a bad girl. You know, that was her role. She obviously screwed. Anybody you're out, her. and you're on my dick tomorrow. The casting. I'm telling couch. you straight. It's my way or the highway. So anybody wants to walk, do it now. <laughs> that dude, that dude's great on the left. You'll see. It. Is All right. He? Okay. Here we go. <laughs> it's it's like his it's his Al Pacino. People really you know, want to have a good time. Any we'll given Sunday. Slaughterhouse. Yeah. And we've got entirely too many troublemakers here. Too many uh, forty-year-old adolescents, felons, I'm a fifty-one-year-old adolescent, and trustees of modern chemistry. <laughs> it's going to change. And that sure sounds good. First thing that's going to change her out here, we need tables. <laughs> there are no tables we need a in this room to actually sweep the floor. Don't worry about it. All you have to do is follow three simple rules. One, never underestimate your opponent. Expect the unexpected. Eat pussy. <laughs> well. Take it outside. Never start anything See? inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary. And three, be nice. Come on. If somebody gets in your face and calls you a cocksucker, I want you to be nice. Listen here, fat Collins. <laughs> Ask him to walk. <clears throat> the only nice. thing he feels coming in the air is pie. <laughs> but be nice. I can smell it. If you it. can't walk him, <laughs> one of the others will help you, and you'll both be nice. Oh, this guy Dalton I want you has to his rules. Well, because look at he's keeping his cool because he wants exactly. to he wants to fucking lash out on these fucking rookies. Sucker in personal? No. It's two nouns combined to elicit a prescribed response. <laughs> Thank you, linguistic. <laughs> Is she? Ooh, they didn't like that, did he? I want you to be nice. <laughs> Till it's time to not be nice. Well, uh, how are we supposed to know when that is? Well, we're just... I'll let you know. You are the bouncers. I am the cooler. All you have to do is... That is not a real thing. Yeah, I, 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 there must be someone who trains bouncers, I guess. Well, no, they had to come in the writing room. They were like, what are we going to call this fake position? A cooler? No, there's no one that trains. You know who trains bouncers? Stepdads, when they put cigarettes out on their forearms. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I became a bouncer in a hurry at that point. Yeah, yeah. extreme physical and mental torture, you know? <laughs> that's when I became a bouncer. Yeah, the bounce... Like, cities always have like tough guy competition, bouncer competitions. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, you see, he's he's letting them in. They're they're underage. He's letting them in. He doesn't care. Let it unlet it. Let it. See, he's keeping his coffee cup. You see, oh, do oh, oh he's got a grift. Shit, he's got a grift. You know that's the only reason he got that cup of coffee. He doesn't yeah. drink coffee. He's gonna fucking shit in it off yeah. camera. Oh God. Let let the. Oh, here we go. So let's bang out some more this week yeah, on TV. Yeah, history, absolutely. I want to hear more. Good, absolutely. 1934, baseball star Babe Ruth 
agrees to do three 15 minute broadcasts a week over uh, a week over at NBC for a fee of thirty nine thousand dollars for 13 weeks. Jeez. Four thousand dollars more than his Yankee playing contract. Oh, Babe Ruth was like the first hundred thousand dollar athlete, wasn't he? Didn't he yeah. make like a hundred people were like, what? The? That was like fifty three percent more than any American made. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Well, he, he was the most famous fucking athlete, man. He was the most Look famous him, athlete at that time. Dripping, dude. The pantheon of twenties athletes, which they, that was also the He's rise of radio. Wetting perms in that motherfucker. <laughs> He's uh, <laughs> he uh, he was one of the athletes. Was the pantheon of twenties athletes was Babe Ruth, obviously, along with Red Grange and uh, and Jack Dempsey, Canute Rockney, Newt Rockney. Yep. Nineteen forty-eight WGN TV Channel Nine in Chicago begins broadcasting. Wow. Wow, it, it, it was, I mean, again, it has that feel of an old network. Doesn't WGN have that? Oh, yeah. You know, I, w, here we go. Here we go. Here's a scene. Right, thanks, okay. baby. See? Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. I've been thinking about you. There it is. <laughs> First off, look at the reaction. Like, they wouldn't respond when the, the light was on them. He would, they would react to the voice. No, the light why would crack. Was he, why was he so naked? <laughs> when I'm on my break. When I'm on my break, Let's watch this again. <laughs> See, we, we, we got to watch that scene again. We got to watch it again because it's hilarious to me. <laughs> you just want to see him fucking again. Well, well, just well, you know, a little bit more. You're saucy. Uh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, that should be enough. That should be enough. Because look at the react. They don't react when the door is opened on them. They don't react. What well, you don't react when the door is open on you. You know, look at the light that goes, and they react when he speaks. That's totally like, come on. thinking about you. They're just bobbing up and down. It's, that is quintessential. <laughs> outside of the nudity, that's PG-13 loving right there. When I'm on my break. Well, I'm on my break. He's so ashamed. He just takes a fucking bottle and bashes her over the head with it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, this is where he gets it. We've got quite a little enterprise going here. What? What, motherfucker? You're going through a bottle. Does he do something with the coffee pot? Does he put the coffee pot on him? You'll see. I'm right, ain't I? I don't know. You have to watch. <laughs> I figure he's costing you about 150 a night. So? So, dude. So consider it severance pay. Take the train. You gonna allow this I to happen? I hear you say that. Because you know my uncle is the guy. Ben Gazzara is his uncle. <clears throat> You sure? I will say this movie yeah. is doing a great job of. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm watching a movie. <laughs> like I feel like straight up that I'm watching a fucking like not a documentary, but I feel like I'm watching a bunch of dumb hicks pretend <laughs> to shoot a movie. I don't. Yeah, it's there's a reality to it. I, I, it's almost like a rehearsal of a movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's no scenery. Yeah, the yeah. bar is empty. It's a it's brick walls. Well, it's at, it's at four the, or five <laughs> tables. There's newspaper. It looks like the the Wild West before a shootout. Well, they want to make it look bad because like, obviously he turns it around. Uh, Keith. Well, that's what Swayze that. does. He cools. See, he cools bars. Oh, his car gets happened to me again. Terry Funk. That's what happens <laughs> when you fucking deny Terry Funk his fucking yearly wage. Exactly. So. He makes enemies, okay? Hell yeah, he makes enemies, so... Yeah, this week in TV history. 1950, Bob Hope's first TV appearance. Wow. 
1950. Yeah. He was 47. That's actually a perfect mark because the 50s is so represented as like the fucking beaver cleaver time of America. And yeah. Bob Hope is the perfect representation of that comedy. It's yeah. almost like they were like, we're officially ushering in this era that we're forcing yeah. on people. Yeah. Here's our perfect comedian to do it. Yeah. And he, I mean, Bob Hope. He hates Vietnamese. He fucking. Well, he didn't hate them yet. No, he was edgy at the time. You know, they actually have a a grant like someone talked about look at these tits everywhere absolutely uh they talked about how when he first came out bob hope was He's very subversive oh is oh he, yeah, yeah is he actually no is he no, bad no. lieutenanting to him <laughs> oh yeah no I, I think you're right no i think oh, no, i know bob hope was a was sort of and a, then as the se- as nom happened he started like making fun of the president's golf swing instead yeah. like it all got very low like low brow he well, wasn't like criticizing hardcore. And when they, they were comedians talked about how they thought Bob Hope really sold out towards yeah. the end. Well, well, he was a USO guy. You know, I mean, he was, you know, uh, he was uh, he was a USO guy. So he was very much a patriot. You know, 1953. I didn't mean to cut you off. It's okay. American Magazine TV Guide publishes first issue features huh. the cover uh, features on the cover. Uh, the newborn baby of Desi Arnaz and Lucille Ball. Desi wow. Arnaz Jr. It's a painting. It's wow. like a fucking painting of the baby they i mean they understood television man they, they created killing, syndicated man. television yeah, they go. they came up with there's the idea swayze's ass you get to see swayze's ass you missed it i don't want to go back and see his ass male ass is the worst <laughs> i know it is it's, it's my least attractive it's all, quality it's beyond all, my personality it's all concave and yeah, shit. No, i know yeah i know exactly i'm not turned on by a man's no, ass no ass only black dudes have ass <laughs> So, 1958, Cheryl Crane, aged 14, daughter of actress Lana Turner, stabs to death organized crime figure Johnny Stampinato. Whoa. Her mother's boyfriend in self-defense. The crime was later ruled a justifiable homicide. Whoa. He was fucking trying to rape her or Probably. something. Probably. Whoa. And she fucking killed him. Stabbed his ass. Th- there's got to be a biopic in that, man. There's got to be some hit. That's an, that's an interesting fact. I strangled I never... him with a garrote. What year was that? 1958. Oh who was that again? Lana Turner's Lana uh, Turner's daughter. Interesting. Joke. I'm surprised there was Look like at that a movie long about ass that. cigarette. That motherfucker's smoking a Benson hedge right there. I mean, there's got to be a story in there about like you know. Yeah, you want me to look into it? Yeah, so I, I kind of want to look into that. If, if there's ever been like a TV show about that or a movie about that, because that seems because it, it had to have been a, a sexual self defense. Had to have been. A, well, she turned out to be a real estate broker. Yeah. Um, she was the only child subject of significant media attention. She was 14. She stabbed this motherfucker. I was a well, uh, Crane's rebellious behavior was well documented in the press. Uh, upon graduating from high school, she briefly worked as a model before entering the restaurant business, working at the Luau, a Polynesian restaurant owned by her fucking husband or her, her father. Wow. Dad, I need a job, you know? Polynesian that that was deemed like sort of a, a exotic dining, you know, in like 1962 or something, you know, a pol- there was only a novel. Oh, no. 1964 film adaptation starring Betty Davis and Susan Hayward. Huh? I mean, those are those are credit. I mean, those are solid actors, you know, I mean, actresses. I mean, they're, they're known. Yeah, because I mean, that, that just to me seems like that would be kind of an interesting thing to check out because it's just like. It had to have been a, a, a sex crime. Sex. It's got to be 14 years old. Ooh, she's coming into it now. She's 14. She's almost a woman. Good for her. 1963, <laughs> American television soap opera General Hospital premieres and what, doctors. What year? 1963. Wow. Dude, General soap Hospital. operas are fucking old. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. yeah. You get, I, I know people have worked on soaps. They love it. 
You work an eight-hour day. People are pretty friendly on the set. You know what you're doing, and you get consistent pay. You know, and it's not like it's these awful shoots. You know, they're very controlled settings. You know, it's a lot of you know, obviously staged uh, bedrooms and stuff like that. You know, so it's easy to crank those things out. You know, oh, you know, you you can crank other things out in bedrooms too. You so know yeah, he, saying, he befriends hey, the local hey, red guy. <laughs> Hit the wrong drop. Well, I got to be on the lookout for sure. the fucking no, no. You can keep going. No, it's my camera alarm went off. That's cool. Uh, let's go about ten or fifteen minutes for the note. Ten or fifteen. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. There. Though that's a good story, though. Uh, this week in, we got we got, we got some gems here for this week in TV history. All right, let's go to forty-five minutes. Yeah, it's a good little spot. I'll, I'll be able to fill you in right away. All right, nineteen sixty-eight as well. Two thousand and one, a space odyssey premieres in, at the Uptown Theater in Washington D.C. Wow, in D.C. You could have went to that if you were born. Yeah. No, no, I didn't move there until it was nineteen seventy-two. Uh, so R- R- Red's uh, hardware shop gets shaken down by the tough guys of Benga's. Does Red live in the barn town? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Red lives in that small town that, where the double deuce is at. And so this is starting to piss off Swayze. His sense of justice is starting, starting to, to piss me off, man. You know? And so. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really starting Swayze. to feather my fucking mullet. Yeah, it, it's cheesing me off. I'm getting cheesed off over this, you know. But yeah, so this is. He's piecing it together that this guy, Ben Gazzara, basically runs the entire city and it's all corrupt. And he's from Chicago, so he's got to take him down. You know, it's kind of a complex plot. Sam Elliott comes into, into play. Yeah, you know? I know. Sam Elliott is like the he comes in and is like the like fucking, mentor the guardian guy. angel. You know something, son, what you're dealing with here is. Pool. I mean, they're showing it, man. Pool cute. Yeah, we're going to have you to have fucking, to understand. There is going to be. I, I did not watch porn when I was young, editing you know? done here. Yeah. <laughs> so you're Sam Elliott. We're working at a titty bar. You know what I'm going to do? I'm leaving it up. Oh, oh, and I'm going to see how long it takes for them to catch it. It's, it, it, it's a little, it's a little. Listen, Rambo. Rambo I know you want to save the world from the commies. But that is a young Sam Elliott. That is a <laughs> fucking uh, mask era yes, Sam Elliott. Absolutely, it was still mask. Yep. I was a fr- I'm, I was terrified of that movie when I was a kid. That oh movie yeah, scared the living shit out of me. That and uh, Elephant Man, I think, scared people a lot. Elephant Man scared. Yeah, me. is that the Anthony Hopkins movie? Yeah, absolutely. And John Hurt plays. Here. Was he doing his laundry? Yeah. There's some bush back there. I'm over here wiping up the bar floor with people's faces and shit. <laughs> Just beating people up for no fucking reason, dude. See, he knows that. Now, you know, Newtown, same story. Um, listen. I need you to fuck a fat girl for yeah, me. He's a, a guy named Brad Wesley. Brad Wesley's a bad guy. I can't say the have. Why would you hear of a rabble rouser? Yeah, well, because it's like these small towns have word of mouth, I guess. Got a, random, got a random guy who punched a random guy. <laughs> this is his name. Well, you know not, who he is? He's not a rabble rouser. He, he's the guy who runs the town. He's the like John Doe, the guy with the bad mustache who was, who was grifting money off, off the till. He's his nephew. So they're all related to him. So he's making enemies with the wrong people in this town. So. Grifting off thing. the till, the yep. name of the the book about the production of this movie. <laughs> Grifting off the till. I mean, this is Swayze post Dirty Dancing, pre Ghost. You doing pre-ghost. your laundry like a gay? You know. Oh, I hate this music. You see, you can do it. That's the bar Look at now. Get that guy going on the steel guitar on his lap. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Well, that, that that that's the blind guy who's the hero. Uh, or one of the one of the good guys. Did oh, you? Oh, so she sings. Patricia yeah. Arquette sings. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, and Stanley Tucci comes in with yeah. David McLean. He comes in and sucks <laughs> off every man in this bar. 
But you see, she's also on board too. She's the like uh, the the woman that he, that the Ben Gazzara's character like trolls out there to like get get Swayze. You know, like she throws herself at him. You know, and so well, why wouldn't you? You know, it's fucking Patrick Swayze. And, and there's that dude in the back of that African American guy. Oh, you see, this guy's his nemesis. This guy's the true guy's going to take him down. And by the way, this guy on the right, this guy on the right, obviously, obviously had contractual Yay. terms with Playgirl. Obviously was in Playgirl. Oh, yeah. This guy on the right there was obviously in Playgirl. Yeah. He did a spread in Playgirl. A nice bead of sweat running down his hairy chest. Yeah, with, with a boner. <laughs> Sitting Burt Reynolds style, splayed out. Didn't Burt do Playgirl? Uh, he did Cosmopolitan, actually. They had a they had a centerfold. And he was in Cosmopolitan. Rug spread with him. Fucking on a bearskin rug. His Just body the, is a bearskin rug. That idea, uh, that was deemed liberation. Like a man's, you know, women have been showing it off for years. Now it's the guy's turn, you know? And that was deemed like a very kind of like sexually liberating thing. 1968 again. 1990 is also a big year here. Um, 40th Academy Awards postponed because of the death of Martin Luther King. April 10th. Yep. Um, Yep. So let's just all pour one out for Marty. For Marty King Jr. Yeah, no kidding. That's what I call them. He gets assassinated, man. 19, so by the CIA. You know, and just... Uh, 1970, soap opera Another World in Somerset premieres on NBC running <sighs> through 1976. Do you remember that show? Uh, Another World, absolutely. I remember for sure. Sunset, I don't. In Somerset? Somerset. 1971, Dark Shadows. Oh, yeah. That, that, that was... Uh, well, that was... Uh, what's his... Concludes Rod- an was- almost five-year run. I, I th- was, wasn't that... A- no, no. That was not Rod Serling's show. No, it wasn't. But it was kind of like a uh, wasn't the Adams See, family I, I like at the this. same time. Here, Kelly Lynch is stopping by the fight here. But she she had Ooh, this... what a good noise yeah. on the knee right there. <laughs> she, she had to stop by a Pizza Hut and uh, she's a seamstress. She made a dress out of the Pizza Hut tablecloth. Dude, all of these women would be fainting now. They're all cheering on the fight. <laughs> See, this is Brad Wesley's crew that they take down. Man, look at those high-waisted pants. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I was, I was getting you off track. You were on, you were no, on a roll. I apologize because you, you had some good good lines. Violence gets me all going, you know? So in 68, you were saying... <clears throat> well, no, we got the soap operas. Okay, yeah. Uh, 1976, Helter Skelter, detailing Charles Manson uh, premieres on CBS. I remember watching parts of that with my mom and being terrified. Yeah, because you thought he was going to come through your terrified. window. Terrified. You see, look at her dress. <laughs> Little Adam Crocious with his adult head on his child body. I, I was seven years old, and, and uh, I was a sensitive kid. We're gonna go to Bonnie's Grill. We're gonna connect Dude, with the home cooking. I want Bonnie's Grill. I tell you what, I, I, I gotta admit, I do like places like this. this is, I'm oh, just fucking silver. Greasy uh, spoons? spoons? Greasy spoon places? Man, yeah. Chicago had so many good greasy spoons. I'd much rather go to a greasy spoon than a fast food restaurant. My apartment had greasy spoons. You know, I mean, I I used to go to Jerry's Grill. Jerry's Grill was my greasy spoon of choice. I like Belmont, the one on Belmont. What the fuck was it called? I think it was just called the Belmont Grill or the fucking... God. Mm. What? Do you make that like... mm, mm, No, 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 no. Thinking about fucking... Kelly Lynch. (laughs) Thinking yourself a little bit of Kelly Lynch on a plate. Kelly Lynch was a star. This was uh, uh, the same year as Drugstore Cowboy. 1976, All the President's Men, directed by Alan Pakula, starring Dustin Hoffman and Robert Redford, is released. Wow. I remember that being a summer movie. It was still in the theater. Uh, Here's a story I have with that, okay? Go for it. I I went to that movie uh, in uh, Decorah, Iowa, where I saw Star Wars. Same theater. Still exists. The Viking Theater. I was seven years old, and I kept getting out of my seat and running out of the theater. I was bored stiff. And I can remember the 
the the, the, the security was decor guy. iowa the closest to whatever town you lived in yeah my, my grandparents lived in highlandville iowa which was a, a hamlet of a hundred people then we go to decor was going into town it's eight thousand people so we go see a movie you know so we saw we saw all the president's men when i was seven and i was so bored stiff i kept running around in the theater and, and, and like the, the the usher came over to me and grabbed me like don't do that i mean he got up in my face and i was just like I remember being really scared. Really well, yeah, scared. you could, you could, you could scare a child you back know, I was then. Like, Whoa, I was really scared without you know? fear of reprimand. Yeah, that 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 was that was the seven. But you know something, honestly, Keith, he was right. I shouldn't have been running around the theater. Yeah, you're being a little shit. Yeah, you know, it, it's like, again a, a a good stern scold. That I think it's necessary. You know, I mean, God, it's just so sensitive. So, uh, 1977. A man by the name of David Soul had a song called Don't Give Up on Us. It was Absolutely. number one on the Billboard Pop Charts. Crow was in his room dancing to it on his bed. David Soul was a Starsky and Hutch. Yep. Yeah, I think he was uh I think he was Hart Hutch. Yes, he was. Ken Hutchison is the is the fa- the full name for fans of the show. Yeah. Good for you. Man. I hated that show. Oh, that was cool. I like the movie with Vince Van. Okay. Uh, 1978. TV soap show Dallas starring Larry Hagman and Barbara Bel Geddes premieres as a five week miniseries. I didn't wow. know that. Wow. Yeah. They, and we all know how long that ran. That I was mean, the first like I feel like Dallas created the like appointment television. It created the like, did you see what happened on Dallas? Well, I mean, th- no, there was that before that. There certainly was Saturday Night Live was that Mash when it first did happened. that Mash did that. But but I think with Dallas, what it did is it, it was a it was a kind of the, the beginnings of like kind of the Melrose Place sort of uh, um, nighttime soap. Well, I guess Peyton Place was that way too, kind of like a Peyton Place where it was a soap opera, but for nighttime television. So uh, believe me, the Who Shot Jr. episode. You're damn right. I watched the Who Shot Jr. episode. And I mean, was didn't it that, end up being a dream? What, no, no. What, what, what happened? Well, because the person who did it, people didn't like, so it ended up being a dream. Then at the end of the show, Jr. is app is not dead. Right? Well, yeah. Well, 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 he gets shot. He doesn't die, but he gets shot by a uh, by a Catholic. What was her name again? It's a. It, I it know was a pe- woman. It was, it was a, a woman. woman yeah. yeah, who shot him. And, and I remember the build up to that. Honest to God, it, it was. If you look at the ratings, it's like the most popular television show in TV history when there were only three channels. I mean, who shot Jr.? Let's watch. Let's I, see. It, it's certainly in the top. It's up there with some Super Bowls and some episodes of Roots. It, it is up there. Who shot Jr. episode? It, it, it was a watch. 83 million people. Yeah. Watch the who shot. That's a lot of people. That's it's a got lot. its own fucking at Wikipedia. Yeah, of course. You know, it was a fucking moment. It was an it. advertising catchphrase. It referred to the mysterious surrounding a murder attempt against villain J.R. Ewing. Yeah. If you watch that, his acting is actually pretty good. Like, he's a pretty good bad guy. You know, I mean, he's he does a good job. Was this him. after I Dream of Genie? Um, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. This is this is when he was pickling his liver heavily, <laughs> heavily pickling his liver. That guy had a liver transplant. That's how much he... Didn't he die of being like a rough alcoholic? Yeah, absolutely. He, he, he basically died from drinking. He, blew, he did blow a liver out and he got sober, but he, the damage was already done. Also in 1978, the Bob, New Sh- the Bob Newhart show last airs. And then, as we know, it went into Newhart. Yeah. And then, 1970 was the last year of that? And then yeah. Newhart ends with him waking up on the set of the Bob Newhart show and finding out that the whole new Bob Newhart show was Wasn't him dream. dreaming it. Yeah. And oh, that's the best series finale of all time. Yeah. Good for that's them. That's true genius. Yeah. 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 Good for them. You know, the, the, the reference of that, you know, I mean, it was smart. 1979, the 205th and final episode of All in the Family, which is followed by four seasons of Archie Bunker's Place. God, I remember watching Archie Bunker. My dad 
loved all in the family it's a great show he that's I, I bonded with my grandfather on that my my grandpa I, my grandfather what am i yeah. a fucking <laughs> am i a fucking capulet <laughs> grandfather <laughs> son of pazel yeah <laughs> yeah no absolutely no no hey all in the family obviously it's an obvious one it's great it's true, um, it's true. and i don't give a shit it's aged well 1979 51st academy awards deer hunter uh john voigt and jane fonda all win oscars what yeah john voigt won for coming home you know, that, 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 that was a big <clears throat> Vietnam like drama. Now know? we're getting into your prime turf because yep. in 1981, Chariots of Fire, directed by Hugh Hudson, <laughs> came out. That was when Vangelis, like that new age, became kind of a. He did, he did the music for Blade Runner, too. That, 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 that really kind of new agey <laughs> moody. <laughs> Look at us cranking through the decades. 1981. Did you see that in the theaters in Decorah, Iowa as well? What, Church of Fire? Yeah. That would have been too much of a drama for me. I wouldn't have gotten it. It was very much about anti-Semitism in like the Olympics. So 1981, CNN airs a videotape that shows that Tamara Rand predicted that Reagan is in danger from someone named Jack Humley. It ends up being a hoax. Wow. You don't remember that? No. What year was that? 1981. No. You were too busy wait, wait, wait. sniffing the seats of female classmates. No, I was not. I just that. put a wild <laughs> accusation out there. I, I was uh, probably in a latency period at that time. I, I would have been 11 years old. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Reagan got shot when I was 11 years old. I remember it. 1983, Monty Python's The Meaning of Life is released. In I the saw US. that in the theater. 1986, CBS is fact-based. Nobody's Child. Story of Marie Balter. God. I think that might have been a kitty porn show. A lot of fact-based fucking shit. Yeah. I, th- I looked up who Marie Balter was. Um, oh, yeah. She was uh, put in a mental institution by mistake. She lived in a mental institution, and Ugh. she was mistakenly put there. Ugh. So that's what the movie was about. Ugh. That'd be a terrible life. Yeah, that's the ultimate, you know how Will Smith said, parents just don't understand. Yeah. That's the perfect representation yeah, of that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I I don't know. I I just don't have much beef with my parents anymore. I I, I forgave them a long time ago. Well, I mean, they didn't lock you in an institution by mistake. Yeah, no shit. I, 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 let's be honest. I had a pretty damn good, you know. Yeah, there's that guy. That guy's in it, the the black bartender. You know who he is. He's in They Live with John Carpenter, you know. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, Keith David. Is that his name? Oh, I love Keith David. Yeah, yeah. He's Keith the David's voice of Spawn. This. He's in The Thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he's, he's General actor. Kimsey in, in Armageddon, in the movie Armageddon. Yeah, absolutely. There um, he is, working the bar. You see? See? Oh, he's so young. He, he's young there. You can tell, yeah. Finally he's thin. That guy plays a lot of... You know who that is? That guy plays a fucking drunk in Lost. He's a, He plays a drunk in a lot of things. Oh, oh, oh the, the guy on the left there? Yeah. Oh, he's still acting? Oh, Man. yeah, he was in the show. I mean, Lost is 04. So. Yeah, but still, I mean, that, that, yeah, it's, that's, you know, that's 15 years after this, you know. So, 1986, Clint Eastwood elected the mayor of Carmel, California. Oh, I remember makes that. Makes his day. I remember, 84? 86. It was 86, okay, yeah, he was the mayor of, yeah. Absolutely. 1987, Fox Network premieres, showing Married with Children and the Tracy Ullman Show. Mm-hmm. And then, really, the crown jewel, I think, of something that we might get a true rant going. yeah. 1987, Los Angeles Dodgers GML Campanis appears on the TV program ABC News Nightline saying blacks may not be equipped to be in baseball management, sparking a racial 
controversy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a on Nightline. I remember that being a real news. Did your jaw story. drop? Was that your was that your Kanye George Bush doesn't care about black people no, moment? I actually didn't watch it. I heard it on the news the next day. When I watched it, I was like, oh yeah, he made a mistake. He shouldn't have said that. And I remember that was also the, uh, that to me is very much tied into what was that eighty seven. Yeah, that's tied into the Jimmy the Greek. Jimmy the Greek was earlier in the year with that, where he was like talking about blacks being bred and stuff. Like, you know, blacks were bred. The the black athletic talent. He, he was like three if drinks blacks, in. If blacks were bred, it'd be pumpernickel. You know, but but, but it was like, <laughs> but, but he, he was like three or four martinis and I in. I hate pumpernickel. You know what I do with pumpernickel bread? I rip out the white parts and I eat that. Do you think that they have, do you think that they have, uh, we can find the Jimmy the Greek moment online? When, when he actually absolutely yeah, i mean we, we're gonna have to turn this off yeah well, i mean the, and we i like it it's very good you know i <laughs> No, by, just we'll remember where it's at i'll just yeah. have to restart it yeah because i just think that yeah exactly. Crow, we don't half do things on this is keith pace's exactly, podcast exactly uh yeah let's uh let's uh uh see if we can find that because jimmy the greek earlier in the year with that was like literally three martinis jimmy in. the greek or al See, Jimmy, no, that's what Jimmy the Greek, because Jimmy the Greek was like three three months before Al Campanis. But those two events are tied together in my mind. He punched Brett Musburger? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Musburger was a prick, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And plus, they were both drunks. Musburger likes the sauce. And I think, I think Jimmy Brett the Greek Musburger. But Jimmy the Greek, uh, when he gets fired. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't uh, like the title of this video, but this is what we're going to watch. The title of this video is Jimmy the Greek Speaks the Truth. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember, I remember the people were saying I want to let listeners know this is not the truth. I, I, I was in college. It was my freshman year. There was a guy, Scott Morgano, who was, in my, who was I remember this guy being so racist. So racist. Right, are you ready to roll on this here? Yeah. It's about Martin Luther King's birthday. WRC-TV was asking questions about Martin Luther King's birthday and the progress blacks have made in society. There, CBS sports commentator Jimmy the Greek Snyder gave his impressions of blacks and coaching in the National Football League. His answers could raise as much controversy as the statements by former Dodgers executive Al Campana See? last April See? on ABC's Nightline what did I say? program. Yeah, pretty soon they're going to have to. So Al was first. So, yeah, for the Greeks, the Jews, and for everybody. I mean, let's make it equal for everybody. You know. And uh, is it equal? Or, what about in sports? Well, they've got everything. If if they take over coaching like everybody wants them to, there's not going to be anything left for the white people. I mean, all the players are black. I mean, the only thing that the whites control is the coaching job. Black derogatory about it but that's all that's left for him so black talent is beautiful it's great it's look at him trying to like backpedal the only thing left for the whites is a, a couple coaching jobs yeah, maybe we need to get more black you have to understand he was a he was like Howard Cosell well, level and there were probably people who heard that and they were like that sounds pretty fucking exactly random. no no Scott Morgano was like well I don't see what he said that was so bad What's he saying? It was so bad. I was just like, oh, my God. I was so much more woke than the average shithead back then. It was, oh, my God. You know, I was like, well, yeah, listen to what he's saying. I mean, this is like, you know, how do you not hear the offense of this? And again, I can't stand that whole fucking argument that white racists make about somehow they're going to give something up if they if they if they get something. It's such classic, like the Republican so brand. Do you want, is <clears throat> do you want to hear Al now? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah so the. I, that that's pretty good though. You got to admit it. That that Jimmy the Greek. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty pretty damn. Uh, wow, that was so harsh. Even by today by today's standards, that was. And some people defended that. 
What do you mean? He should be able to say whatever he wants. All right. So we got <clears throat> more truth. No, I'm just kidding. There's no black general managers, no black owners. Well, Mr. Koppel, there have been some black managers, but I, I, I really can't answer that question directly. The only thing I can say is that you have to pay your dues when you become a manager. Uh, generally, and you have black to go people to only don't have enough cash, so you can't. They can't pay dues. And some of the better-known <laughs> black players have been able to get into other fields and make a pretty good living. You know, and then they plow those fields. <laughs> you know, when you're hard Find the fields, they plow them. I mean, there there are a lot of black <laughs> players. There are a lot of great black baseball men. Oh, Ted, you're gay. Positions, and I guess what I'm really asking you is to you know peel it away a little bit. Just tell me why do you think it is? Is there still that much prejudice in baseball today? No, I don't believe it's prejudice. I I, I truly believe that they may not have some of the uh, necessities to uh, be. Uh, let's say a field manager or perhaps a, wow. a general manager. You really believe that? Well, I don't say that they're all of them, but they're, they're certainly all of them. This is what I'm trying to backpedal. He's How caught. Many His ass is caught. Have? How many pitchers do you have that are black? It, it's same yeah, but thing I mean, you know, I got to tell you, that sounds like the same kind of garbage. You know, I got to tell you, I'm going to pause. Ago. We're going to pause here. But you hear, I mean, yeah, people not, not, not really, not um, really cut up. Like, like PC had not become a term yet. In the knees and, you know, no, that really sounds like garbage. If you if you forget no, what I'm saying, so. garbage. It's not, it's there. not garbage, Mr. Cobble, because it's not garbage. Uh, it is garbage. College team in the center field. You see, the mainstream media is jumping down his throat. The mainstream media never knew the difference of that one guy on the right wants to smile. It just might be that they they. Why Give them a chance. That, and they They've been around the game. That and they smell like beef stew. <laughs> you ever noticed it? You know, they smell like the beef. Yeah, well, what's he say? Clubs in the pools. Oh, that was it. Yeah, that, that, that was very I mean, there's much, a 20-minute segment. Yeah, no, that, 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 was, that was news, man. I remember that being a big story. That being a very big story. How did you feel about it? Were you like, finally? No, well, I, I remember, like, I think at that time I was preoccupied with other things. The, of, the, the, the Jimmy the Greek thing, snitch. I remember, because... Uh, Jimmy the Greek was in was in D.C. for the NFC Championship game where the Vikings lost to the Redskins. So I was in D.C. and he was at a restaurant that I had been to in D.C. And my father and I watched it. And I was like, oh, my God, he's done. <laughs> he, he got fired. That that was the, the, the Friday before the Sunday game. And he was he, he wasn't he was going to be on TV and he was fired. They fired him right after that. They let him go. Jesse Jackson came on out of line. Of course, what he's saying is 1989. David Letterman becomes the first program to be broadcast in Dolby surround sound. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that was a God. In classic uh, Spinal Tap fashion, they did it in Dubly. In Dubly? <laughs> they went to 11? They did it to 11. Look one, at the one, one louder. Look at the romantic. One louder. I listened, Crow, you know what I did? I took my favorite <laughs> podcast, I downloaded a file, and I found out how loud it is, because yeah. I'm a big stickler for the loudness yeah. meter, which is yeah. this thing. Have you seen that, Crow? Can you see this from where you're sitting? Yeah, yeah, I see the red. You see that red, and when it starts getting red, that's when you want to, like, keep it there. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's kind of the level you want to yeah. be at. Yeah. 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 Okay. Look that's why the, I'm always peering over. Rom she looks like she's... He is, looks like he's <laughs> taking her virginity. <laughs> like, the tension is just... I mean, you have to understand. Oh, like, we can't play that song. When that I, is Otis Redding. I, I didn't watch 
porn when I was young. I didn't get into porn until my 30s. Dude, my dad had porn laying around his fucking house. So it was just like, I mean, this was, to me, this was like, whoa. This was like sexy. We're really coming into your, year old, <clears throat> We're really know? coming into your wheelhouse here. 1990, Twin Peaks debuts oh, on ABC. You were a hipster if you watch that, man. You were. I see that no one, no one does a missionary. Man, it's heady. Yeah, it's it's very you know it's absurd. Look at that. He fucking sucked on the middle of her neck, dude. Did you see that? <laughs> By the way, I guess Bill Murray knows the producer who did this. And he knows the producer well, and he, whenever the scene happens, I guess he, he's, he's like, "I'm watching," and that producer's married to Kelly Lynch. He always goes, "Hey, I'm I'm seeing Swayze." Oh, is he like humping her? Yeah, ex- yes. I mean, yeah. There's no. He's dirty dancing. Yeah, exactly. He's dirty dancing her. <laughs> they dry hump a lot in that fucking they, movie. Hey, they dry hump in this. Well, he's penetrating. But her. she doesn't. She, she, is she does enjoying not want it. This. No way. <laughs> now she is. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Good. Why is she laughing? <laughs> he's like, "Why the fuck are you laughing?" You, you, I would have thought this was sexy, man, back in the day. You raping me is hilarious. <laughs> she goes from like pain. <laughs> yeah, you want to you want to rape me with your little God, that would dick? Be so bad. You raping me with your little dick, your giant mullet, and your little dick? She oh, running her hands through his hair. You know, 1990, Capital News starring Lloyd Bridges premieres on ABC. 1990, Carol and Company starring Carol Burnett pre- premieres on ABC. Wow, a lot of people trying to dust off the old acting creds. Wow, yeah, Lloyd Bridges. Wow. Yeah, it's, you know, some, it's okay. Your day is done, you know, but whatever, you can't do that. 1990, Ha! Comedy Channel on cable TV begins transmitting. Now, for people who don't know, uh, very titty episode. Uh, Yeah. What a flat ass. Not a good ass. Um, Ha! Comedy Channel begins transmitting. Now, for people who don't know, Ha! And another channel, the Comedy Channel merged and became comedy central wow i, I was in in uh, in chicago and they were trying to a couple so guys he's like in love with her huh well they're you know they're you know they're brother and sister so there's <laughs> there's things luke, that they have to luke no um you're gonna have a lot of pain when you get older Dom. when you get older what is he not old well yeah i mean he, well he's yeah, he's, he's like in his say. 30s you know you already know that yeah but i'm 34 and i feel like i've kind of like I feel like I'm done. Yeah, well, well, early 30s is when you, for me, for me, that's when I truly felt like an adult. When I was like, I'm not a kid anymore. Like, the time didn't move in the same fashion. That's the only way I can describe it. When I was like 31, 32, 33, that's also me coinciding with doing a career job, taking my path, life, you know, life path on that direction, you know. But anyway. 1990, Paul Newman wins a court victory over Julius Gold to keep giving all profits from Newman Foods to charity. They wanted to corporate him fucking out. Wow. I never ate. Never was a big. My stepdad liked the Newman products. He would save the jars. Oh, like yeah. A oh, psychopath. Oh, oh, yeah. And their, uh, their salad dressings are actually pretty good. 1992 CBS premieres overnight news program up to the minute. Up to the minute. Starring fucking John Boo Clicky. See? <laughs> What? Look at Ben Gazzara. He's he, he's just he's seeing them hump, and he's like, "Damn it, I'm getting pissed off about getting this." Sh-. By the way, I don't realize how light, how well lit it is. Why is, is he in the drinking country. from crystal goblets? Well, because he's he's wealthy, you know. He's scheming. Anyway, yeah, wouldn't so- it be funny? He watches him fucking fucking, and then he picks that cigar off and just starts sucking it off. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, no, where my mind went was he's gonna. 
I, I don't want to say what I was going to say. It, Go it's for too, it. It's too dirty. It's too we dirty. Just, we're showing bare titty yeah, it's, the whole yeah. episode. It, it was masochism. Was a, okay. My, 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 put my, it out on his yeah, nipple on, on or his something penis, like that. Penis, there you, you know? go. The head. That, that, that's what. Uh, Try and singe this close so none of that devil water comes I, out anymore. I, I thought. <laughs> right. I thought, that's funny. <laughs> I, I thought a. Um, um, when, when Sid Vicious, when Sid Vicious died, when he committed suicide. The greatest bassist that ever lived. When, yeah. When he committed suicide, I guess his autopsy, he had cigarette burns all around his dick. He just cigarette burned his, his cock. It was what a fucking up. that is punk I rock. I mean, you are wow. That's you are punk cock. Th- that is a you are a self destructive human being. Bringing it back to today, a special day for wrestling fans. WrestleMania uh, eight in the Hoosier Dome, nineteen or uh, sixty two thousand one hundred and sixty seven. See Hulk Hogan defeat Sid Justice by DQ. Randy Savage beats Ric Flair for the WWF heavyweight title. Indianapolis is a good fucking yeah. That'd be a good wrestling town. Oh, yeah, dude. The Hoosier Dome. Has WrestleMania ever made it to Chicago? Oh, yeah. Multiple times. I almost bought tickets. I fucking... At the United Center? Uh, no, they do the All-State Arena. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Rose, it was in there like twice in the 90s. They In the mid-2000s, they went back there. I tried to get tickets and got saddled with Like them. in the Goldberg era? No, I tried to go I tried to go in the two, late 2000s, like who, who mid-2000s. Who is your favorite wrestler of all time? It's hard to say because I can't... I mean... Probably See, Stone Cold or The Undertaker. You're an Undertaker guy, huh? Paul, oh, dude, Paul Bear rules. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and the, and the I pl- have a clogged artery. <laughs> <laughs> is it, uh, his put away move is called the Tombstone, right? Hell yeah, it's called the Tombstone, or as it was called the belly to belly knee pile driver back in the day. Okay. Um, 1994 Masters Tournament won by Hobo Booth. That's not important. I just love that name. What year? 1994. We were talking up Marlon Brando a few weeks ago. Now we could look down at him because in 1996, he made anti-Semitic remarks about on Larry King about how the Jews control Hollywood. Would you like to hear Marlon Brando say that the Jews control Hollywood? Yes. Uh, I believe everyone knows that Hollywood is controlled by the Jews. He's wearing like a leather jean jacket with like (laughs) a a, like a jacket that has like denim and leather sleeves. (laughs) Yeah, I'm. Um, this is a great little segment we have. It's it's working out. I thought the Greek was a good segment. Al Campanis was good, I and now we're gonna see to we're gonna see <laughs> we're gonna see Fat Brando. Yeah, you know. I, oh, what am I doing? Larry. I have this all playlisted up. I got that's one thing I got to remember is I have the stuff to play on the show. Yeah, we still have fucking Charlie Chan and Panama to watch. Ooh, man, oh man, Charlie Chan. Now that that is. Wow. I mean, just that name. <laughs> Charlie isn't his name. You know, there was a funny guy who was a comedian here. He was an Asian guy. Kennedy Calabasas. He was a good dude. Uh, when, I, when I was doing comedy here back in the 90s, we had lunch one time. And he, 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 had, wow. he had a song talking about Charlie. There's no, there's no version of this under four minutes. Not only did he say something offensive, they discussed it. Wow. Yes. The Jack Parr show. What do you mean by that? Uh, I have a nose. My nose is hooked. What do you mean by that? Oh, no, we watched this last time. No, I stand behind him just like peering off. Oh, no. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, no, I, this is the wrong video. Yeah, we watched this last week where he's, he's just. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. All right. My feet, yeah. He's barefoot. Okay, that's all right. And romance. Uh, to heaven. Heaven. Darling, 
It looks like Brian <laughs> Cox. Marlon Brando is next on Larry King Live. He kisses Larry King on the lips. He just goes to his his house and fucking. And, and what, what is he? What, what valley is he in? Friday morning, that Marlon Brando had died at. These suspenders are keeping me together. For hours, it was the only news you heard. He was that big. What an actor! What a career! And off screen, <laughs> how many cigarettes have I smoked? I found out firsthand in October 1994 when we went up to Brando's house. Oh yeah, where, where, where was his house? I wonder. It's made me feel kind of isolated and uh, look at that hairstyle. I'm a little alone. It's but did, they, did the Brando people scrub this from the internet? I think this is just this is when he talks about. Oh, it's just his montage. Yeah, I don't know why he would talk about this comment to like celebrate his death. Brando died, so now let's show a clip of him talking about how the Jews fucking. <laughs> These old like isms can't. They're not dying. They're not. I used to believe in the myth of progress. This stuff was going to sort of cut, get out of the the zeitgeist, but man, it's still alive and I well. I guess maybe it's you on know. Here. I've known for a long time and loved. Are you happier now? And I'm, I'm happy. Now, now that there's less Jews. I'm happy. I have a few blips now and then, but it took me a long time to hit my odd 150-odd nations, but we're one planet. And uh, we have to find a way to live together without hatred. What goes on in the world is, uh, is uh, impossible. We have to address that. Now, apropos of that, one of the things that Carl is God, doing. he's a load there. Is Carl uh, Caroline? Caroline? Okay. You know, I'm we, dipping. I got my feet in Epsom salt right now. <laughs> I had a long day walking. I was and it's just... not Epsom salt. What I did is I took potato <laughs> chips and I crumpled them in water. Hey. And I got my feet in the potato chip water. <laughs> I will say, you do a good ignorant Italian. I got my feet in the potato chip water. <laughs> and then I'm going to dump it out and make a soup broth out of it. Because, <laughs> you know, I believe you. in recycling. Yeah, my mother. Here in this room, uh, sound gaffers, uh, assistants, uh, whoever it is, uh, we all have to do something to reverse the effects of the CO2. What will the company do? What? What's the company going to do? The company has already done what I've destroyed. CO2. I, I, I have a feeling that I'm, I'm rushing to get this information out and, and well, you know, <laughs> he, he said, all right, I think the Brando people this. scrubbed this. this. Is bizarre. It's anyway, a bizarre interview. Brando said some shit about the Jews in 96. Like, he can't, his whole his emotions are still right there and raw. Back to Roadhouse. Yeah, Roadhouse is a fucking god. It's so good. Yeah. So yeah. we're almost done. Yeah. We got 17. No, we got fucking six more topics, you know. Yeah, let's uh, let's pop on more of Roadhouse and go. So you can tell. So they're up in the game. The bad guys trying to take down Swayze. Swayze is oh, called upon three his, his mentor. He's called he's called his mentor uh, Sam Elliott to help us. So there's a good fight Buy sequence. You, guys a drink? you see Funk's involved. You see he, he's gone bad. They're gonna use this fat guy to plug a well. <laughs> Why are they just throwing bottles on the ground? <laughs> well, because they're they're uh, they're. Not allowing them to sell liquor. Fuckhead, that's our shipment. He, he, he controls the liquor right there. What's going on? 
Y'all no. want to buy some ecstasy pills? <laughs> he's, he's selling. He's selling. You're gonna roll. I got here some red hearts. What are, they, what are the fucking drugs are? Blue dolphins. They're for gays. <laughs> 1997. Steve Irwin's Crocodile Hunter debuts. That's really wow. cracking into my fucking wow. prime golden yeah, years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was a. I mean, he wasn't. I mean, he I was, used to smoke cigarette butts to Steve Irwin. <laughs> Steal cigarette butts out of my papa's ashtray. Wow. You know, it's what he wanted. It's the world he wanted to create for me. See, so he's a big. He's, this is this, this is what I would look like on film if I was actually ever filmed. This is how I look. Samuel, it's five foot three. Oh, right in his dick. He punched <laughs> him straight on in his dick. Exactly. <laughs> there's some funny sequences in this like that. I think there's moments in the, I the straight on dick punch. Yeah, yeah, it's funny, man. 1999, 10 Things I Hate About You, a modernization of Shakespeare's The Taming of the Shrew, starring Julia Stiles and Heath Ledger. His release, rest in peace. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. His death was a big deal. And then closing it out. Yeah, I feel like his death for your generation is what River Phoenix was oh, for my generation. Like Heath Ledger I was, was so upset. Yeah. And it was, I mean, no, and it was I mean, off the heels of a movie that they were saying he's going to win an Academy yeah, Award absolutely, for this. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he was great in that. I mean, he took the, I mean, you know, he was awesome in it. 2017 Pepsi ad featuring Kendall Jenner pulled after criticizing for trivializing demonstrations. That's the one where they're having a big protest and there's cops trying to beat them back. And Kendall Jenner walks up with a Pepsi and cracks the Pepsi can and everybody gets along after that. <laughs> Twofold. They're saying that consumerism will save will you, save we'll you. Save and Ken, yeah. we all we need is Kendall Jenner, this fucking tanned silicone fucking bag to walk up. God, I, I've you know, again, I watch bits and pieces of the Kardashians. It is just like it's nails on a chalkboard. I just I think it'd be funny it if you do that same wall. commercial. You have Kendall Jenner come up and crack it. And then the cops just fucking wail on her in front of the protesters. <laughs> is this your martyr? Exactly. Is this your just bust your nose? We have your woman outlander. <laughs> I so that it. was this week in TV history. Yeah, that's good. A good segment. Good segment. So, I mean, we we can do whatever we want. Do you want to f- you want to see the video that the listener threw us? Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's. I tell you what. Let's walk to the go to the end of Roadhouse. Then watch that video. Uh, let's go down to like minute. Let's say. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Keep going for like another fifteen minutes. So like maybe fifteen minutes left. All right, because because I think that that should be a good. Let's do it about right there. Look at him. That that is so hilarious. That that's he looks thing. not like this. This looks like a different movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It this does. looks like him years after he's a bartender and he's thinking on this situation. Man, remember when I punched a wrestler in the dick? Uh, hold on a second. I'm going to fart. Hold on, Wesley. You see, he's they uh. What is they, he, Two-Face? Sam Elliott gets it, man. Sam Elliott he gets dies. it. He dies? Yeah, he gets murdered. They murder him. And he, he goes ape. He goes ape. I'd sure like to tell you how it turned out. Let me tell you something, Wesley. Wesley! <laughs> I don't think the acting is all that bad in this. See? Oh, he's not dead yet? The reactions are so, like... He would he would have he would have uh, reacted quicker than that. That that sense. not believable. <laughs> that, that that's me, director Crocious, with all of my experience right? in film and movies. And... Three of them. Oh, give me a kiss. 
I just want to tell you I love you before you die. <laughs> yeah, I've you, had a crush on you since we were 10 years old, <laughs> and I'm not talking about nothing sexual. I mean, I, you're a piece of me. <laughs> Whenever I breathe, I inhale and you exhale. Spiritually this was the inspiration for a, a Brokeback Mountain. And so physically, scene. brother, I want us to go behind the bar right now. And I'm not talking about sex. Let's get married right now. <laughs> Sam Elliott, trailblazing. See, he, he, he gets stabbed. He's just like, I do. I do. <laughs> they do that thing where, they, where they're holding hands. I do. And, <laughs> yeah. and then as they walk away, he, they break contact at the last minute. He like, it's like David. And yeah, then they the finally, they go from hand to finger to tip of the finger. And then they finally break away. Yeah. I got to go. I got to go save us, not just me, us. I know, I know. Let's go now. Get it. See, he wants to leave the town because he knows he's going to blow. <laughs> he wants to take her, take, take her, take her with him. You know, that, 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 that's crazy. Are these x-rays of your pelvis? Because I <laughs> fucked you so deep. Did My I? God, he went that. Yeah. My cervix. Ooh. Okay, yeah. Now get out of here. See, she wants to. They break up on bad terms. Bad terms. All right. Should we go forward a little more? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe just two. My minutes. uncle Tom had that car in 1996. See, yeah, yeah. But it's going. That's good about right there. Okay. See, see. It looks like he's jerking off. Well, it's because it's because he, he he he's having Sa a hard Sam jerk Elliott session. got stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> that's the scene of blood going across the tattoo. Yeah. Is it close up? It's hilarious. I, I actually think there's good because moments. Because it's all about you get to imagine. You know, exactly. What is Jason Voorhees chasing him? <laughs> exactly. You got the ski mask, uh, the, uh, the hockey mask on. See, look, he's scratching his back. I'm John Doe. Dude, I that is no different. And... That looks like a fucking no mask rally right there. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of future Trump supporters. Well dressed, though. They're clean. Not a lot of camo. God, those the red suspenders is a big militia fucking trait. Oh, There's yeah. always a guy with red suspenders yeah, in yeah, a militia. Yeah, go back to the drawing board on your fashion choices. You know, like like white supremacists wearing like boots and like suspenders. They just look like goofy, don't they? Look at that. It's oh, a what a shot. Yep, absolutely. You can tell. Whoever was just like cream their jeans when they thought of that. Absolutely, it's gonna it'll be, be like be a, so it'll cool. be like shooting skeet, but with a fucking Buick. Yeah, it'll be great. You see, he set him up, man. Whoa, man! You see, he put the knife and he used that to be the accelerator. He wasn't in there, man. The car would not go straight. Find that prick. There's a line in here. It'd be funny if he tried to put it in and stabbed himself in the hip. <laughs> oh my god! So, so he, he he has to uh, fight the bad guy, that Brad Wesley, the guy who's in Playgirl. There's the guy he, from Bloodsport. He, he got it. Yeah, he, he he has to fight that guy, and, and Swayze in his fight sequence is amazing. This guy. No, let's, no, let's fast. Let's go for a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little. Yeah. Bang. I think I think it could be. Yeah. No, I no. Yeah. I always think that as a symbol of success, the man who was a game hunter, you know, he had like oh, antlers yeah. in his house. Like, there was a sign of like country success. Only four out of 56 of these are legal. Yep. 
just the with this loading. I'm telling you, the second this fucking show gets monetized, I am getting the fastest internet in fucking Los Angeles. <laughs> it's okay, man. Oh, Fast internet, movie channels. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. This one is. I think that might be the end. No, it, it didn't. We're just gonna have to wait for it to fucking pound out here. Maybe because he fights the bad guy, and they have some great lines. There's just some great lines in their fight sequence. Ooh, I my think. vaccine wound is popping. Ooh, you can feel it. Is it a I got sore? a little lump. It lumps up around where they fucking inject you. You oh, get a, you okay. get a little contusion. It contuses a little bit. Okay, okay, it's good to know. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate. That. I'm feeling good though. Yeah, I don't feel any. I so might feel bad tomorrow. Good. Yeah, I'm more funny. Yeah, <laughs> they vaccinated funny into me. So th- this will be your, this will be it. The second this is your, your yeah. Do you want to just? I mean, we might have to just sacrifice this for time, and because we have yeah. to crack into this video that yeah, the listener yeah. sent. Okay. I feel like we're gonna close on this video, so yeah. we'll start watching it, and then we'll just kind of say our goodbyes. This will be exactly. a way for us to really ease out of the show yeah, here. I think exactly. we're nearing three hours, yeah, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's probably which the listeners deserve because we shortchanged them last week. Exactly. So we really fucking give them something that's gonna take them all week to listen to. This is called Crunch Time. Oh, we're going to get this for drop music. All these dudes ended up murdering people. Yeah, they all had CTE. The meek will never inherit this turf. Oh, that's a line from your stand-up. Yeah. The meek will never inherit this, this turf. Or some specialized technique. Dwayne Bickett. There is no room Leonard Marshall. Bill Parsons. This ain't gonna be no place for women and children now, I tell you. Yeah, get them all off. We're not playing in a kitchen, goddammit. Richard Dent. Gaston. So yeah, that was the Jeff Fun this week. Uh, me? Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. I worked, made some money. Uh, that meeting on Monday was was fun. I mean, it, it was. It, it felt like it was a piece of positive news. You know what I mean? Look back when they were actually the Redskins, huh? Gonna do some fucking faded. Th- that was here. a new Bills helmet. I remember that was just like wow. When the helmets turn red and, and, and orange. Dexter Manley going up against uh, seventy four was a uh, guy. Who was that? I did the closing music obviously too early. Dieter Brock. We're into this. Yeah. Roger Craig. I mean, it's just, I mean, this is like hockey fights. It's just a series of people getting, who is that fucking quarterback? Lynn Dickey. Lynn Dickey had a great year. Lynn Dickey. I mean, this is, these are all penalties now. Oh yeah, absolutely. And without a doubt. The players that you talk about that are the real hitters. They just enjoy hitting. Well, I can only really like sit like this. I yeah, can't that. really move because then liquid will pour down my spinal column. Sam Weish, also deceased. Yeah. Oh, that hit, I guess. It, it knocked Joe, Joe Ferguson out. Wilbur Marshall was tough. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of this, this could be the last thing we talk about. And a former Jet murdered somebody this week, yeah. adding to the list of NFL players that just like Killing motherfuckers. Well, you know, when you're in that violent world and you got CTE involved and you're an emotional midget, bad combination. Oh my God, Eric Cripple got just killed on that one. It was Eric Cripple. Yeah. Mike Pagel, terrible quarterback. Keith Pagel. Uh, there we go. <laughs> There's Rod. What? Let's see who else is Pagel per view. Speaking I, of that, if you've liked this show, go. We yeah. got a little thing on the website, the pay per view section. Uh, I got plans for it eventually to become a subscriber thing, and we have extra bonus content for That's people. That's Pat Fisher. 
Um, but right now it's basically like a church con- collection plate, whatever, you know, you want to throw us some change, but we do cool stuff with it. We're not going to fund child rape. Like yeah, yeah. The, like the, yeah. like the Catholicist too. Mike Carter, he just died. There's Larry, Larry Zonka. Zonka fucking running with a packet of cocaine. <laughs> Dick Budkus. Budkus. There's Bill Kenny getting hit. We can go on Randy all night. White. I think we, we just got to end the show. I mean, we could okay. do this all day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I and mean, we can keep watching it. No, we can, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. So, uh, then we can officially play this. What do you got to plug, baby? Tell you what I got to plug is uh, still writing the script and uh, you know what look at my uh, I think I've had some pretty good tweets this week I, you know, I, 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 get, I get some likes on my tweets he is at insecure comic on Twitter yep I am at Keith Pazel everywhere Absolutely. across the board fun show I am the only Keith Pazel on planet earth uh, yeah thank you guys so much for watching and listening, uh, and listening. we will be back next week we love you KeithPazel.com Joe Mon-